0: You, Lord, you listen to Garage Hammer, episode 85. On tonight's episode, the Monlings go back to school, starting with that Garage 102. And as long as they're done talking about elves, I won't have to punch them in the gob. So shut it! I'm listening to me show!
1: Welcome to the Garage U-Tools. We're going to make several promises for the next three hours or thereabouts. We're going to do the best we can to be informed, entertained, or perhaps have a laugh too long along the way. Bringing you part one of another hey, army hey, review, hey, I presume. Hey, wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> another army review? What? <laughs> ah, I'm just kidding.
0: And I'm the one who knocks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah, there you
0: go. <laughs> you stopped me. I thought I gave you the wrong show notes <laughs> for a <one> second.
1: <laughs> All the listeners are out there going, wait, what?
0: <laughs> what, another one? What are they doing <laughs> now? We're going back and covering demons since we skipped it, since everybody else did... You know, we get ragged on for a two-part episode, but man, there were four-part demon episodes for some shows. Cause, four? Oh, the four. Because they covered each one. Yikes. Although I think Point Hammer did that, and they did it really well.
1: Well, they kind of spaced it out, I think. Yeah, over, they did over time. I don't that even was, know if they did all nice. four. I
0: don't remember if they did all four. I just remember them coming in. But I know one they one did one Yeah, and
1: it was. A, it and was I think really they good. did corn. Yeah, Ryan Nickel. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they were yeah. just grabbing people who liked that particular one. Yeah,
1: that was a good idea.
0: Yeah, it was really d- well done. So what's going on, brother? Not a whole lot.
1: Oh, man. Actually, but there seems to be a lot coming up, man. I see that. I, you know, I came over, and you showed me the notes as far as the the rumors, news and rumors, and Man, there's a lot on the horizon. I'm kind of excited. I thought there's been a lot going on, but it looks like there's a lot more coming up. Absolutely. So, hold that thought. Before we jump into that, we oh, should yeah? probably take a moment to thank our sponsors. Probably. Uh, as always, you need to take a moment to thank our sponsors, Unique Gifts and Games in Greys Lake, Illinois, Cool Mini or Not's Dark Age, Mears Miniatures, Mantic Games, GuildPainting.com, and Battle Foam, protecting your army. Oh, that felt good. yeah.
0: <laughs> I think on the Christmas episode I'm gonna just see how long I can stretch it out. That'll be my gift to the listeners.
1: Wow, it has been a good year. <laughs> <laughs> God bless us, everyone. <laughs> oh, oh
0: my goodness! So oh well, um, we have no uh, shout outs oh. or voicemails right at the moment, but if you want to leave us a voicemail. We do have voicemail, and you can call one seven five seven G H show six. That's one seven five seven G H show six. Call now, please do. Or if you're international, it's 757 five seven G H show six. We'd love to hear from people all over the world, and we know that for sure
1: now. Zero one one. Uh, that's what I was told. If you call it, it doesn't work. <laughs> so then all the email. gusto just left you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Don't
0: confuse me with the facts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, that's that's about it for the introductions and stuff. Um, a couple of people have been emailing us asking about if dice are still available, and they absolutely are. How many do I have left? Uh, I think about Two hundred fifty, okay, almost three hundred. I mean, we sold like what six hundred of mm-hmm. the thousand, and we kept about a hundred for ourselves. Yep. So um, they, they are available. They do roll hot if They're, you get sixes, they'll roll them. If you yeah. Snake eyes, <laughs> um, they'll roll unless you have killing blow. Then they don't roll. Yeah, sixes. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, and Daniel's going to be back. Uh, should be back Thanksgiving week. Ah, the elf. And so we are going to um, we're going to redo a bit of the of the part of the site. So I think we're just going to. We're just going to put a direct link to our sales page on Zazzle, you know, like on the instead of having all those old pictures of, of yeah. crap, we're going to just get a link up to that, and then we'll have the dice listed up there so people can just send it and it'll send me an email nice. and get them a, so they can buy them if they want them. Um, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about today and the next few episodes. We are actually like ahead of the game. Like we have our we have In the rest sense? of our episodes for the year planned oh, yes, out. We In do. fact, we've if. If the rumors be true, we've pretty much got our episodes planned out until like February, at least. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so like we're like you know we've never been this prepared. We're it, kind of on cruise control. Yeah, I mean it's three and a half years of this show on the air, and three and a half years. July of two thousand ten, this show started. So, or no, wow. June of two thousand ten, the show started. So, huh? Uh, yeah. So this we're like at three. And Years, jeez, wow! And who'd have thought people actually wanted to listen? Much less, well, know, right? much less the show and stuff. <laughs> Who knows? It must be that we pronounce things
1: properly. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad for the cr- most part. I'm I just think.
0: glad clanky, cranky lawyers and sending voicemails where he does impressions of me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So alright, listen, let's take a break. Ah. <laughs> 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 So let's take a... Oh my goodness. Let's take a break and we will come back with news and rumors which are brought to you by the Circle City Circuit. Circle City Circuit? Hey guys, if you're the type of person who would rather have oral surgery than put a brush to a model, then let me suggest Guild Painting Services. They're a professional painting service that pride themselves on having customer interaction like going to a local commissioned painter, but having the quality and speed of a large studio. They build, paint, and convert miniatures for all game systems. They're competitively priced. And if you want to talk quality, go to guildpainting.com and check out the quality of the miniatures that they've got on display. If you're a person who likes to have a beautifully painted army on the table but doesn't have either the time, desire, or ability to bring it to that standard, you can trust your models to the guys at Guild Painting Services at guildpainting.com. You'll be glad to check them out.
1: Welcome back to The Garage. Let's talk some news and rumors. So what is on the radar? A lot of stuff here coming up. Well, we
0: haven't had a news and rumors segment in almost... Quite a while. Yeah, I mean, well, it was three episodes ago because we've been doing the the Dark Elf review. So um, no need to talk about any of the Dark Elf models or stuff like that. But uh, Triumph and Treachery came out. And outside of... uh, and I'm not usually one to talk about this type of problem, but outside of the rather exorbitant price tag, it's a pretty darn cool thing. Well, I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, uh, but how much did it cost? Eighty-five bucks. But with that, you get the book, you get a bunch the book, of tokens, you get thirty-six cards, and you get the. The little velvet bag full of the, and these are—I mean—they're nice, heavy gauge plastic. I mean, cardboard tokens. Right. This is this is the type of stuff you'd expect from like a fine uh, fantasy flight, sure board game. Yeah, uh, you know, but
1: still, I mean, this is more than the big red book. Well, I think the proof will be in the pudding, so to speak. Once we play some games, and if it's if it proves to be tons of tons of fun, then I don't think the price will be an issue.
0: I'll tell you what—I'm looking forward to it, and I think one of the things that's kind of cool is as you're flipping through here. I mean, the rules are only eight or ten pages, and then. There's, I mean, if you like the fluff, they got basically stories about when three armies meet and what happens, and then they give you uh, a map, you know, sort of they give you some scenarios like this is how that battle went, L- and they actually give you the armies if you want to play it out that way, or you could take your own armies like and, just play the and stuff. Yeah, yeah that like is cool. Literally list it. You can take mercenaries, so you can hire guys from other armies.
1: It reminds me of the old like generals compendiums and a little bit, stuff yeah, like that.
0: yeah. Um, you know, it's not. I mean, it's. Like I said, it's not quite. It's about the size of an average army book. Army book. Um, the rules are simple. One of the things that's really cool, though, is sometimes you know how they got the little the little italicized stuff on the sidebars. Yeah. They actually go over why some of the rules are the way they were. Like oh. they talked about, in when we were play testing, people would try this. That's why this rule is this way. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, there's some. I mean, it kind of gives you a glimpse into how they came up with this and the what they were doing. To their madness. I mean, I know I'm a fanboy, and I'm gonna like a lot of the stuff they put out. But this is my kind of game too.
1: I'm looking know? forward to it. It looks like a, a lot of fun. Now, let me ask you something. Do yeah. you, do they prescribe uh, or recommend certain point levels for the armies that, they, that you should be playing, um, or is it wide open? Or? It's, it's pretty much open. I don't really. Honestly, I don't. I, I kind of I read through a lot of the
0: fluff parts and I read through the rules. Ah, look at quickly. you reading through the fluff parts. first. Yeah. <laughs> and I went through the rules kind of quickly, so I don't recall if there was a recommended points total. Hmm. I'm thinking the more people you play, because of basically you only got so you much know, board space. Like, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, you because of the board space, you might might want to at least start off with slightly smaller armies, fifteen hundred. Yeah, you know, something like that, sixteen, something like that. You know, I would think if we're going to play three or four players, we'd at least keep it down to 2K, you know, to start off with. No more than that. that. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Now, there is the whole screw your neighbor thing with the cards, and you can, you you know, you can bribe people. Now, someone had posted on our forums just the other day. They were playing with none other than our friend Donovan Stouter from from, uh, Guild Guild Painting. Guild (laughs) Painting. And they were and they were commented how Donovan was a, was a, a dirty so and so, and I asked if he had gotten into some shenanigans, and I guess he had it had gone like this. The guy was gonna. You can play cards sometimes when it's not your turn, when you're not the player involved in it. Well you can just throw it down to yeah mess to mess, up mess stuff up. Stuff. Okay. So this guy's gonna cast the spell on guy one is gonna cast the spell on guy three. Donovan stands there and says, "I'll throw this card if you give me one of your gold pieces." You know, which is how you win the game. Collecting gold pieces. He goes. uh I'll play this card, and uh, he can't cast a spell. And he goes, "Okay," gives him the thing, and he's like, "Okay." Now you can't cast a spell. And he's like, "No, nah, I'm going to save the card for later. Go ahead, and play oh. it." Oh, I mean, you could do that. Well, I mean, basically, you can kind of do whatever. I would think wow. that if you make a deal like that, you got to stick yeah, to it. That's kind of a. No, I mean, if you make a deal, I'll do something later in the game, and then they back out. That's something. But if you make a deal, I'll play this card right now. If you give me a coin, and you hand me a coin, I say, "Forget it." Right. I I might call shenanigans on there because there there was some frustration
1: that might get into like real life. Like, hey,
0: I mean, it might turn into now. I I could see saying, you know, if you, uh, you know, I'll pay you off, and but later, you know, do this on your turn, and then it gets your turn. Like, you know what? I I just can't. I got something. That's I mean, that's the whole point. It's screw your neighbor type stuff. True. true. So, but (laughs) (laughs) we're all cutthroat. Oh, I know. They. I mean, that's I. I would not have the cojones to say, Chris, give me some money and I'll do this. And then just turn around and be like, you know what? I changed my mind. Ah. I got your money.
1: Because that, I mean. You could really upset someone, I
0: think. Yeah, I think. Well, not only that, but I mean, first of all, I just ruined any chance of anyone in that game trusting me. This game or probably the next couple of games we ever played of this, you know. So uh, it was just kind of nuts. But I'm like I said, I've been going through the cards and stuff and the different things you can do.
1: Um, when do you think we'll play one of those games? Because I'm I'm keen to try it. Well,
0: we've got the big game with you and Alex lined up yeah. next weekend. Elves and dark elves. Yeah. So um, we need a time we can get three players, which we could probably get Harrison in on one. So um, probably right after the Thanksgiving high elf dark elf game, I'd like to play three players or more. Three player. We can play three to five. Okay. So you know, all we need to do is get get that extra player and and uh, cool. Because I'm, I am so looking forward to that. Because it's something so different than what we've done before, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm looking forward to. Because Morgan is dying to get her army, Empire Army painted and play this game. Oh, okay. I, was, like, I don't even. Will think this be her first game? She's never played. Like so, this will be her, f- well, her first game. Will not be Triumph and Treachery. Triumph and Chetery, okay, No. Okay. But she wants to come in and start watching some more games and get uh, a little more of a feel, and then she wants to start playing. You know, just like we did with Harrison, where yeah. it's like, okay. You know, we'll play me and me and Morgan against you or you and Morgan against me. Somewhere, you know, she's got someone who knows what they're
1: doing to coach her. You know what you could try is maybe like two or three models against two or three models. Sure, yeah. Just I to mean, get the mechanics of the game. Or even like you know? a, yeah, a
0: quick thousand-point game, something sure. small, sure. you know. But she's... I don't know if she's as excited to play the game or if she's... I mean, I know she really wants to learn to paint. That's her primary is she wants... To paint I mean but she's like I mean art's like Her best subject in school She okay. loves doing this Type of stuff uh, I think that Playing is almost Secondary and I think She's pushing the Playing to get me To teach her to paint Like it's more like I really want to play Just teach me to paint These models nice. so I can Have painted models On the table Well each person gets Their you know Hey you get your own thrills from you, the game And you get your Inspiration for your Army and your gaming From That's different right. places So, That's right Oh it's coming up later yeah. <laughs> But uh, so I just thought That was uh I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm excited about the game. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people complaining about the price tag on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think you have to play a lot of games
1: to really get the full effect and t- to gauge whether or not it's worth it. I mean, 85 bucks is pretty steep. I mean, yeah, but for, if you play like, so many weekends you know, for the next right. few years and it's a great time, if then, it's, then $85 well, bucks here's is a the drop other thing. in other bucket.
0: Storm of Magic came out and the book was like 50 bucks. and basically anyone who wants to play, everybody kind of has to have their own book. You know, right. or at, at least one player has to have the book. But even to write up your army, it's got all the entries and the extra oh, things right. you can yeah, take yeah. in there. So almost everyone, I, I have this. There is no one else in our group who needs to buy this I like because that. the rules are like eight pages and they're very. Once you know the rules, it's basically Warhammer with a couple of tweaks. So we
1: just show up with our armies and you. It's Warhammer, kind of, kind of GM, like the, the the general. Well, it's uh, not
0: even that. Basically, the deployment's different because there's more people deploying. Mm-hmm. And then there's a couple of rules, uh, like in the, when you go to each phase, you have to pick one opponent who is your target, your enemy, and everybody else like doesn't exist. Like you actually literally have to ignore their their models. Huh. There's a couple of weird questions that have popped up. Uh, like protracted challenges that don't finish and stuff. Oh right. But like you, me, and Harrison are playing. And if during the movement phase, if I pick you as my enemy, I can only charge you. So what happens if one of his units is in the way?
1: Do you have to go around it's, it, or it's impassable
0: terrain? He's impassable huh. terrain. So if he's blocking, and I choose you, then I if he's in the way, then you I can't don't do it exactly. Uh, then during the shooting phase, I pick an enemy. If I choose Harrison on the next, I can I can change up. If I choose Harrison, I can only shoot at Harrison. During the magic phase... So your entire army can only shoot at Harrison. Right. Then during the magic phase, or the magic phase comes first, during the magic phase I pick an enemy, we roll up for the Winds of Magic... I get if I pick you, I get the you get the dispelled dice. He's out of it.
1: What, what about spells that uh, like a vortex or something where you acci- you might
0: accidentally hit other things? They they don't they don't exist. In fact, that's one of the things they wrote in the
1: book. They don't about, exist. What do you mean? They they're not there. They don't address that. They, oh, the unit is not yeah, there. Let's say I I,
0: let's say I put it on you and it scatters over Harrison. It might as well scatter over the grass. It doesn't matter. No, nope. oh, I see. And the reason they and it actually says on the sidebar the reason they did it that way was because there were people who were being gamey during playtesting. Right. And putting it like I'll put it on you, but there's nobody on your left but a whole bunch of Harrison stuff on your right. Ah, right. So I'll put it not in your center but really far to your right. right. So when it scatters it's gonna it, hit may, it's gonna, it may hit him. Yeah. And if it scatters left's got a better chance to hit you. So they said quit being gamey I see. people and ignore it. So huh. But that's where the cards come in because you can pick, you know, the the you know, the you're the neutral player can go in and start messing, messing with, with what's actually happening priorities. with the other players oh, yeah that's
1: cool i like that
0: there i mean there's there's some really i'm excited about it you yeah. know with with those things um but like i said the rules once you've got those basic rule differences down then it's just the coins and the cards so and everybody gets their cards and everybody gets their coins and right. uh that's it there you go I mean, it's let's, it's let's do it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm down. So I'm the only one who needs the rule set. So if you've got a group of four gamer friends who always play and they all want to throw in twenty bucks for this, it's really not nearly as expensive as as I mean, it's still a lot of money well, for that a
1: investment. But I think if you get a you know a lot of weekends out of it, a lot of exactly. nights of gaming, I, to me it seems like a, a good purchase. Well,
0: and it's one of those things where when Grant says, "Hey, let's come over," and there's going to be four of us and two tables gaming, and then someone has to cancel.
1: And, and there's three yeah, guys three of us
0: all right we finished up our game what are we gonna do now well we could play another game and someone can watch it <laughs> one in the morning or we can, can all game. play you right. know yeah. so all right so that's that's that for triumph and treachery let's move on news and rumors oh yes now this just came up today I found this this was on on Fayette's 2 uh, blog or whatever now, I've it is. not heard I've not heard of this blog it's on Twitter he's like on Bell of lost Souls I oh, think okay. so he's he's one of those one of those guys. credible source yeah and uh, and he actually listed both of his sources that were saying what's, you know, what's supposed to be coming out next year. And, of course, this is always sort of fluid. You know, you ne- it's you know, it's, it's never one hundred percent. Take
1: it with a grain of salt.
0: But it looks like, and I'm just I'm going down through this. I'm pretty excited about what I'm seeing. Uh, it looks like we're going to have the dwarfs.
1: Dwarfs Dorf, in January. I
0: don't, I don't know. Dwarf is that Tim Conway routine where he plays that little. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. But
1: dwarfs. <laughs> I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. Um, well, are we going to bring our Twitter debate here? So it's no. The it's
0: just the massive. I don't disrespect your armies like that. It's just it's so hurtful. They're, the dwarves are so hateable. I am so going to write. Not,
1: they are not deserving of correct spelling or capital letters. I am so, I'm so writing
0: say. this down in the Book of Grudges.
1: R- write it down. So uh, January. Use a short, fat pen.
0: <laughs> 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 I got your short, fat pen right. Wait, wait a minute. That's, oh. No, that's not right. <laughs> February. Please bring on February. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like dwarves in January, which uh, I'm excited because, um, like I said, um, oh, We'll get to that later. My whole, my okay. whole as I'm going through and cleaning up my hobby and yeah. getting back to hobby. Right. I'm very excited. The dwarfs on January looks like Imperial Guard or after that for 40k, and they are going to be getting a, a two month release. G- month release.
1: I like these two month release where they well, they're, they're doing <laughs> when they when they're
0: gonna, I mean, they had a lot of dark elf stuff, and then the next month they, you know, if you're going to get like what nine or ten new kits, and they're, I mean. They're not cheap, and I'm not complaining about the prices. I'm right. not going to you shouldn't charge me that much. I'm not saying that, mm. but I'm saying if you're going to come out with nine new kits and they're all that expensive, breaking them over two months helps me to be able to get them all. <laughs> Absorb the cost a little bit. Well, exactly. <laughs> it gives you time to build them. My bit. monthly hobby dollar. Unwrap them. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because if everything's coming out and I can't afford it, then I got to pick and I got to choose and I got to figure out, and this way, it's if you spread it out over a couple of months... Mm. And IG, you know sense. they're just going to have tons and tons of stuff because they've got so much artillery and right. so much stuff. Uh,
1: uh, it's varied infantry, too. I, you know, Imperial Guard, I don't play 40K, but I've always liked the look of them. Oh, yeah. Just the massive tanks and <laughs> yeah, <'cause> lots <laughs> of hordes of cheap in-
0: infantry running around. Exactly. So that, that's a really excellent. Now, it looks like April, Wood Elves, about mm. time. And that makes me excited, too, because the four armies that I have, the only four armies I'm going to have... The wood demons, elves. the dwarfs, the VC, and the Wood Elves. So okay. the Wood Elves, actually, I was on the fence with. They were the second army I ever bought, and I played them a bit, and I really liked them. But yeah. I've been like waiting for a book because it's just like it's just so
1: hard to play now. Oh, it's faith. not
0: that hard to play if you want to play, you know, the tree men and the tree kin and yeah, a, a yeah. lot of forest spirits. But I kind of miss being able to play. I liked playing the the, the fast cav and having a lot of little units, and it just right. doesn't play as well now. I was really on the fence about whether or not to keep them, and then Harrison said if he was going to play any army other than high elves, that's the army he wants what to play else, is huh? wood elves. Well, they're elves. He wants to.
1: He likes to keep it in the family. Okay, so, makes sense. Um, and what's this other thing you have here? New jo- New GW page slash shop?
0: Uh, I, I don't. I from what, what I understand, very uh, cryptic. Uh, well, exactly. And what, what I got was very little about it, other than I think they're redoing like the website, the web page. And the shopping and all that stuff—they're going to be doing some new. GW is going to be sort of revamping stuff up okay. there. So
1: I don't well, know what could that mean. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I just maybe maybe they'll start to have, maybe they'll go back to having articles and stuff easily accessible on the website. Maybe maybe you can so, order
1: like batches of bits that you need for your particular.
0: That would be cool. Order. So let's let's hope that something new is going to be there. And uh, may the orcs come out for forty k which uh I'm kind of excited about I actually have an orc army for
1: 40k or at least most of it are more would, would be cool to see that that's an army that 40k orcs I, I look at I'm like yeah that's pretty cool but then uh, this is so junky but it is pretty cool but it's it's junky because it's that orc magic it's, it's orc magic yeah.
0: though like orc stuff shouldn't work like you like you you go and kill off the orcs and go to their stuff and none of it works right right the killer cans right and, yeah. But it but even like the orc ships are like the orc ships shouldn't fly. Like they're not the, but it's that orc mag, you know like that Is that what how, it is that the, the If theory? you if you read the book, you know how when you read the fantasy books, The Power of the Wah, the yeah. more orcs believe in it, the more they get built up, the more yeah, they yeah, start screaming yeah. wa the powerful their magic is? Yeah. The orc stuff works because they believe it'll work. Because the technology. Uh, yeah. Uh, that zap gun, that thing they've yeah. got, they're, uh, you're reading it, it's like it basically puts a, a hole in the warp and just does, they're like, no one else has a technology that works like that and no one can figure out why it works or how it works. It works because the orcs believe it'll work, which is just the dumbest thing,
1: but it's fantastic. It, it works to the fluff. So those, jo- those huge gargants. Yeah. Gargantuan you just need a lot of orcs to Mentally power it and and,
0: and they Build it and it sort of goes together And it's It's like not space worthy but it works Because it's supposed to work Hmm. Um, And honestly the orc book For the 40k books of the older It's like that was the one that I read that made Me say okay I'm going to give 40k a try the fluff and the stories and the just the junk in that book is, you
1: know how much you like the regular orcs. There's something to do that because way back in junior high, high school, you know, I had a couple 40k books just running uh-huh. around, and uh, the the orcs one, the orc ones, always appealed to me because the different tribes. I don't know if they still have them. The like, speed like freaks, the snake yeah. bites, yeah, yeah and the that evil sons. Yeah, it's all those? still in there. Yeah. yeah, that's good stuff.
0: And it is. It's really fun. So I'm actually looking forward to that book. June looks like we might be seeing some Bretonians next summer. Which will be awesome now that's the other that's the other I know Harrison only said he only wants two those two armies, but I got a feeling that bretonians
1: yeah I mean the bretonians he might be interested in so oh. um well that'd be cool to see what they do with that army because the lance has been around for so long the lance formation, yeah exactly, exactly. So I wonder what they're going to do with that. Th- that army kind of. Hold some appeal to me too From a painting perspective Because every every night can have a different heraldry I like that idea Yeah,
0: exactly And that's cool As far as a hobby That's why I'm surprised Harrison wants to do it Because as far as a
1: bottling thing You can do every well, model I however you want Because you're not kind of I don't want to say chained But you're not restrained to painting a whole unit the same That's true You can that's kind true. of on your whim Paint it to, you know, however you want Exactly
0: so then it says in this thing that we're going to get the new edition in next July, which we had heard 2014 before, and then it said someone else said no 2015, and then right. no 2014. I don't know which.
1: Um, this thing, July 2014.
0: Yeah. So, you know, and then there's all the weird rumors that, oh, it's going to invalidate all the books. They're going to have other things coming out for group books and stuff. I got... I, okay, I can't believe that they're going to invalidate all the books they just put out. That makes no sense whatsoever.
1: Well, we were talking about the inv- invalidating all softcover books to that right. point, which right now there's only a handful left anyway, right. even less when by the time this comes out.
0: Right, and I don't know if it would even so much invalidate the books as it would be hard to use them with the new set of rules, so they, they're going to put out some sort of PDFs or whatever to right. supplement those books. Mostly, basically, Beasts and Skaven, it looks like. right. You know... Um, because I think just about everybody else has a book, don't they? At that, or would it, I, if this I is I think so. If yeah. this is
1: accurate, everybody would at that point, right? So there was no discussions of going into the actual ninth edition rules or what those changes might be. No, this was just a list of what's
0: going to be coming out. There was no discussions of of like you know what they entail. Um, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if they're going to introduce the allies like they like they did with 40k. That might be interesting.
1: Yeah, if if it's an option and not a requirement, I'd be okay right. with
0: it. Well, I mean, it's an option now in forty k. I mean, you can just play, you know, mm. play your army, and if you want to, you can put points into this. And they've got a very set rules on how you do it. You have to take another HQ, you know, like a general. You have to take a core unit. So it's it's not like you can just take allies and be like, oh, I'm just going to take some Morn Fang. Right. No, you've got to take. So you'd have to take another character another character to lead that smaller contingent and then and the you core have, to have at least a core unit so interesting yeah it's it, you, it's not just pick you know you're not just cherry picking the best right. bits you're you're going and finding... find you know you just there's some
1: qualifications or requirements that you have to make? exactly exactly i i have heard i mean i haven't played 40k so I, this is just purely from what i've heard but some people are saying that the introduction of allies kind of made, the in some respects, made the game less enjoyable for folks because it's yet another layer of uh, variables that you have to factor when building your own army?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. From what I've heard, I mean, on the tournament scene, it upset people because then they didn't know what yeah, to expect. Yeah, yeah. And a, oh, you can oh, break actually, this. All, the tournament scene was actually upset by it? Well, I mean, so, and when it first came out, there was a big, oh, you know, are, we gonna, are you going to even allow allies because... Right how do you know how to comp things if you're going to comp things if you know we don't know what kind of broken combinations they can get you know whatever play the game (laughs) you know (laughs) see what happens you know it's gonna it's gonna be what it is so then uh and then it lists out to august you've got space wolves which hey i like space Wolves. i know greg will be happy with that if that happens very nice and then it says actually September and October a two part orc and goblin release. Yeah, that threw me for a, for a loop, big yeah. time. Well, it seems like they have to be the first army book out of the stall when you get a
1: new uh, when you get a, a new, new edition, edition rules. So, I suppose. I mean, it is a popular army; they will sell a lot.
0: Yeah, but I mean, and that that's one. that's like, well, you know, it almost makes you stop. Well, wait, why would you do that when you have other soft cover books still out there who obviously are going to need. Yeah. Neat updating. Those probably don't sell as much, right? Probably going not. By, going by that logic. Right. Well, I mean, Skaven and, well,
1: beasts, not beastmen. I guess not I don't know, as do you much. S- do you Skaven sell a lot? There are always a, just a handful of armies represented at tournaments. I don't know. I'm,
0: I would assume they sell a lot because you need a lot of them. So even the handful of armies... Well, the true. But Orcs and done.
1: Goblins, you need a lot of those, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. I, I think because Orcs and Goblins are so central to the fantasy mythos, that that's yeah. why they're so prevalent.
0: Yeah, and I mean it does seem really quick on the heels of the last book. I mean, considering that mm-hmm. it was March of March of eleven
1: that they came out that the Orc and Goblin book came out. Uh huh. So two years ago. So if that book will have had a shelf life of three years.
0: Yeah. Well, no. If this goes, if this comes out in September of fourteen, it'll be four years. Yeah, three and a half, a little over three and a half years. Which, okay. at the rate they're putting out books, that's all you can expect. Yeah. Yeesh. You know. Wow. So, yeah, it becomes, I mean, that's an
1: expensive way to, it's, right. you know. So all the old model, well, all the models of pre, that are currently in use by orcs and goblins that weren't updated, you'd have to assume that they would be updated in this next Well, especially waiting.
0: if they're listing it as a two-month release. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you'll probably get all new goblins.
1: New core <laughs> orcs.
0: New, yeah, orc boys, which would be nice to get an update on the orc boys. War Machines, I think, would have to be updated. Chariots. yeah. As well hm. Yeah so Very interesting But it looks like uh, Next year I mean And that still leaves November and December Open mm-hmm. You know For whatever they're going to do Well it, of December will probably be a Hobbit Probably be the Hobbit Right there's,
1: yeah. a th- there's a three movie Yeah
0: Three movie deal thing, So you'll right. get the You'll get the Obligatory Hobbit book In November or December right. Um, But this is just uh, This is just really cool uh, Four more books next year Exciting times yeah I mean And I think Four books a year Is actually not a bad pace What's well, a quarter Yeah Yeah I mean You know th- This year they had the, the Five books And it, I mean Some people are saying It's almost too much You know <laughs> You can never please everyone Exactly right? <laughs> But every two months Everything's changing Well you know You, you complained When you didn't get a book well, and You complain well, when you get a
1: book Before But before this year It was very much Feast or famine We yes. had a long drought Of nothing
0: Well I mean You get the core rules For eighth come out And then you get Nine months with no books Yeah then you had a string of about a year and a half where you got a book every three months. And then there was another nine-month gap between books in there. there was, so, I mean, it's been three, about three and a half years since 8th Edition has come out, and there were two separate nine-month gaps. Hmm. So a year and a half out of those three and a half years... There was no books coming out for fantasy, so would you have preferred that instead of having them in batches that they space them out? Well, I mean, you don't want to go nine months without a new That's army army book. Book time. Nine months without yeah. an army book is silly. Yeah, I mean, for e- for any system, nine months without a new army book is
1: silly, considering how you know. Well, did they break up that nine month drought with like Storm of Chaos and yeah, it was Storm of Magic came out.
0: Storm of Magic came out. Dreadfleet. Um. Yeah. Storm of Magic came out like, what? Two months? Three yeah. months after? After the? Uh, after the rules came out or something like that? Was that it? No. No. Actually, no. There was nothing for nine months because the Orcs and Goblins came out, and then didn't Storm of Magic come out after that? Because Storm of Magic, yeah, they came out yeah, in March, yeah. and then Storm of Magic came out in June because it came out. Remember when first bits? The when bits that first weekend mm-hmm. where bits was out, mm-hmm. the book came out that weekend because I remember I picked them up. At UGG Storm and brought him, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, remember, and brought him yeah. over to Bits. So that was, li- I mean, so it was nine months with nothing, hmm. which is just weird,
1: you know. I mean, you well, but they're probably doing
0: forty k stuff, maybe. I have well, to assume. I'm certain they were, but still, I mean, yeah. that's a that's a long time to put out no. You put out a brand new rule system and
1: no anything, to, you know. <laughs> so,
0: but. You know, ancient history Right now it's Well, seems- the, I
1: mean the, the next release You have the 9th edition In July September, October Orcs and Goblins So yeah. right away They're releasing new stuff
0: Yeah And it looks like The starter set Might come out right along The same time with the rule book Right Which would be nice To have them at the same time And not a month or two later mm-hmm. Which, you know Everyone said They only did that So everyone would buy The core rule book Man, so come the summer There's going to be rumors Supposedly, if this is right Swirling all Oh over yeah the place. Stuff's going to be going crazy We'll see what happens. I'm hoping it's tweaking it. I'm hoping it's more I do tweaks. Too. I, I do don't want to see the huge change that you went from right. seventh to eighth. Totally another agree. Another huge change. Allies would be a huge change, I guess. But but that'd be, that's huge enough, right? Yeah, we do that
1: and tweak a few things here and there.
0: Yeah, you know, tweak your skirmisher rules, tweak a couple of things here and there. I like this edition, but we've you know, you and I have gone yeah, on record as right. saying that this this one has this has been the most fun
1: for us. You know, it'd be funny is after ninth edition comes out. You go to all the pro comp uh, standard bearers and say, okay, well now that you've read ninth edition, what, what comp do you think is needed? It'd be funny if they'd be like
0: Nothing. It's perfect. <laughs> oh that would be yeah, that would be, <laughs> that'll never happen. <laughs> right. There's always somebody out there who's smarter than GW who knows what yeah, needs to be yeah, comp. Yeah. You That's know what's gonna happen dream. though. Don't I see I'm just waiting to see if what happens like with eighth when it comes out and everyone like nobody knows how to comp because with mm. the rules changes. Yeah, yeah. So then you'll get that whole this game, we can't even we can't even play it. I don't know right, how to comp right.
1: it. Big try, adjustment period. Try there. playing it without comping it. <laughs> but that's another episode.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's all the news and rumors we had, and there was quite a bit there. Um, I mean, granted this this list could change. We could totally be wrong. We could be wish listing. Sure. I generally don't go in for g- talking this much about stuff you see on the forums. But this has been coming... uh excuse me. But it's a lot of interesting
1: stuff that's...
0: It's fun to, you know... And some of the stuff here we've heard of in other places a bunch of times. Uh, actually, the Dwarfs, Wood Elves, and the Ninth Ed Rules, I've seen so many times that I felt comfortable enough bringing it on for the show. Sure. And uh, I really think it'll be pretty... It's it's, it's still a very exciting to see all these things and how they're going to balance them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, the next three books are the books that probably... Really need some, you know, they some need, love. Yeah, some and need some balance. I mean, I you yeah. know.
1: So next year is going to be a very busy year for you, hobby wise and oh, gaming wise. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: because yeah, if if nothing else, we'll get some of the new Wood Elves and Harrison can play them. You right. know, but uh, yeah, the dwarfs and all this other stuff and uh, all my new magical creatures that I've got now, so we could play some other. Oh, games, your so. grizzlies, very yep. cool. All right, let's take a break. Come back and get into the toolbox, which is brought to you by. Cast our Superstar Cast Superstar Cast our Superstar Kaoskorg Superstore.
1: Superstore.
0: We're back. Welcome back to the garage. We're back. All right. Welcome to the toolbox. We haven't done a toolbox in a while. Yeah. So, so what's in your toolbox? Well, um, I've been reading Fulgrim for after Olinor. Um, I've been meaning to read Skarsnick, and I've got the Gotrek and Felix, uh, the new book of short Lost Tales, so it's some more short stories. Yeah. I'm trying to get to all of them. Um, I've Actually, I've listened to more books on CD than I've... Uh, you've actually read. Then I've actually read. I've listened to a bunch of the, the Gero, uh Captain Garrow from Flight of the Eisenstein. Oh, okay. There's a whole series of audio dramas where they just, I mean, it's like the, a play on. Hmm. There's You don't have a, a narrator so much as you've got, you know, well, I mean, you have narrators in parts, but for the most part, you got a bit of a narrator, but then you have the background sound effects and oh, things going so on. Oh, so it's like, and, like a drama. Yeah, and instead of, yeah. of the he said, she said, they just have... The different people' the voicing, dialogue. yeah, and oh, that's it's cool. It's they're really good. Like they're surprisingly good. Like, and I'm not fanboying out. the The, the ones are the ones I've listened to. And yeah. the,
1: the stories are quality, and um, but, but that, to create that atmosphere where it really pulls you in, and yeah. And they're all they're yeah, all that sounds more appealing. The the books on audio where it's just a single person reading everything. That's, if you can't get into that person as a narrator and I don't know.
0: I I find every time I get a new narrator, it takes a while to get into them. But certain narrators, once you get used to their voice and their cadence, like um, I just sent Johnny Hastings a bunch of uh, books on CD. And most of them are read by this guy, Scott Brick. And Harrison's like, you know, his voice is kind of, like, flat. And it's like, it's really not. Like, once you listen, and he's got certain fluctuations in intonations, and he does, he doesn't do a lot of, like, when he does females, he doesn't really go, doesn't try to get to a hybrid, but he will, like, soften it, and he will try to add these huh. things. Like, he read Dune, the one that I sent to yeah. Hastings, and it's it's fantastic. Without, without, without being a guy who does a thousand voices, it's really good. Hmm. Um, but so I've been listening to that, and... uh I finished up the name of the wind and the wise man's fear, the two Patrick Rothfuss books. Okay, and I had my credit for Audible come in. I picked up Neuromancer, which oh yeah, the, and, uh, David yeah. Gibson. Uh, Is that yeah. his name not David Gibson. What's um, oh, uh, something Gibson? Yeah, and why am I blanking on it? William Gibson. William Gibson. That's it. Yeah, not yeah. Um, it's great. Here's here's one where I the reader I I. I I mean the book's only like 11 hours long and it's taken me a while to get used to his voice. Mm. And he just uh it's uh, he's it's not it's
1: not the greatest reading, but but you, I do enjoy the story. Apropos of nothing, I was reading today on uh IMDb yes? about Alien 3 just cuz I was on TV and I was watching it. William Gibson I guess submitted a script for Alien 3 at one point. Did he? Yeah. Huh. I would be curious to read that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway.
0: But uh, I just, I really liked it, and I was letting Harrison listen to it because I'm like, you know, Harrison is like, uh, he's, he's a nut for the Matrix, like the whole oh, yeah. the whole trilogy. Like he saw the first one and went nuts, right? and I warned him that the second and third ones aren't as good. The second one's still pretty good. There's a lot of, like the third one just gets silly. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, it gets silly, but I like it. And I'm like, this is the guy who invented... All that stuff. You set the stage for that, yeah. I mean, and Harrison, so Harrison's all excited, you know, and, uh, so I picked it up so he could listen to. Huh. I was actually going to get the, uh, I have the Ender's Game series, the books on CD. Yeah. I was going to get, because they just released a new audio, the audio drama version of it, so they they, they rewrote it, and it, they're performing it, like, with act, different actors for all the parts, just reading it like it's a play, like, like the Garo audio drama. Right. Uh, but it's like, if you're an Audible member, I think Audible members can just buy the, the thing for like 10 or 12 bucks I think 12 bucks so I'm like oh, listen let me order a book that's a little more meaty that's something that I want with my credit and I'll just I'll buy the book Harris, like well, I want to hear I'm like well, I'll, for 12 bucks I'll just buy the book you know sure so um, that's a, that's what I've been reading oh and the demons book because I'm trying to write lists uh-huh. and I'm having trouble
1: so, are you reading the fluff portion to find, figure out what you'd like, or the—that's uh, the army list portion to figure out what you'd win with? I've
0: resorted to going to the well. I know what I can win with. I could take the uh, you know I could do an I mean what and what I've always liked Nurgle's always been my favorite, but now taking the. The wall oh, of,
1: you power gamer.
0: Well, that's the thing. That I could, you know, now it's like, oh, the wall of Nurgle is what everybody takes, and it's like, I don't...
1: With the, the tally man?
0: Uh-huh, yeah. I don't, I'd i feel guilty playing that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking for other things, but Nurgle's always don't, my favorite. Don't so not bad. play it. You should at least should play, play it, it oh, a couple gonna, times yeah, just to Yeah, I definitely will. But it's like, that's an army that I think I'm going to have fun with because... <laughs> I actually was joking with Cranky. I'm like, I'm going to need to buy like 10,000 points of demons. He's like, why? I'm like... Well, I'll need a twenty four hundred point Nurgle list and a twenty four hundred point corn list and a
1: twenty four hundred <laughs> point
0: Slanege list. Are you really gonna
1: go mono god all four?
0: No, probably not. That's too expensive. Depends yeah. on how much fun I have with them. I'm really looking forward to getting that on the table though. Huh. Just with the random and the and the rolling on the, the, the charts yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and they're cool. It just it's weird because I mean there's it's not that the choices are so limited, but it's like you look at you got the four core choices. They're so Each, varied. They're 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 all they've all got their own little flavor flavor yeah but it's like you've got the four core choices and then you've got your it's just I don't know I haven't found anything that just speaks to me as this is the type of list I want to take other than the Nurgle list that I was but back when uh, when we were playing it before the new book came out mm-hmm. um, when we took it to the team tournament we were using the old demons yeah. list I was like everything I want you know it's like oh I really like taking Nurgle that, that that's the thing I really like that's the list I kept going to. And now it's, that's like, such an obvious choice. I'm like, well, I, there's got to be more stuff in there than just that. And that's kind of what I'm looking for to see what
1: I can It's a, It's not wrong with. to start there just because it happens to be the popular thing. Sure. I mean, it's I, not a bad start. Yeah, and I'm not trying point.
0: to be some sort of a hipster. I don't want to play Nurgle because it's cool. <laughs> the bandwagon. But I also don't want to just bring stuff that's just going to be like, well, you're bringing that. You know, I just, so, I don't know. you got to start somewhere. Yeah. But I'm like I said. I'm just so I'm going back to the fluff to read through and see what other things are there. What I might see. what might grab my attention? Gotcha. So it's because it, it's it's just it's there's so much cool stuff in there to play with.
1: It's kind of neat uh, the, the, to be it, to think of uh, the new army that you're going to be picking up, and it's a nice change of pace from the VC that you've been playing for seemingly an eternity. I've I think I've played VC now longer than
0: almost longer than Dwarfs at this point. Exclusively, w- though. You've yeah. only played VC the yeah. whole time. Because that's the thing. Even when I was playing Dwarfs, I would pick up the Orc and Goblin army and play it once in a
1: while. Right. I played a couple of games of VC. I'd play a couple of games with with Wood Elves. Just but, but in this current era, you've just stuck with the one. Yep. I mean, I only have two armies, but I go back and forth constantly. Yeah. So I, I haven't shown up to the table with anything but yeah. VC and. two You don't years, get uh, kind
0: antsy, like... I am. I'm kidding. I'm definitely getting antsy. That's, you know, so, but that's been my reading. What about you? Uh, Not much
1: of the reading. Still uh, reading Malachith. Okay. Um, It's slow going, but that's because I've been doing more hobby stuff, and so I I have to kind of pick which which I'm going to do. But the reading does drive a lot of my hobby right now, so it's a good spot to be in. Cool. Uh, You don't
0: have one of my Nagash books, do you?
1: I, so. I loaned it you, to you somebody. You gave a trilogy of the, of the Sundering. I gave you
0: the Sundering trilogy. Okay. Now, I loaned somebody one of the Nagash books, and I can't remember who <laughs> to. Hey, listen, if you're listening and you have hey, my you Nagash have book, somebody let me know. So I'll double-check, but I'm pretty sure last time you I, only gave me three. I probably didn't give it to you. I don't know who, but I'm just saying. If, okay. if you're listening and you have one of my Nagash, I think it's the first book, actually. Hmm. Uh, if you've got it, just give it back, or tell me you've got it at least so I know where it is. So that's it. So on to hobby. What have you been doing hobby-wise in the last month uh, and a half? Probably a
1: ton. Uh, yeah, a ton. I, you know, I'm still converting my high elf uh, pre-sundering army. Uh, I haven't seen too much of this you, either. Well, I've been posting a lot of pictures on well, I Twitter, know you, I know you've forums, been, but I haven't seen it. In person? Yeah. It's not ready to show. You know what I mean? It's I know, like but a it's... an artist in a gallery. Like, I want to unveil it.
0: Exactly, but I just figured since you know since we're always
1: hanging out, to you, I thought yeah. I, I might get I might get the behind the scenes look. But even at your house, I was kind of looking around and I was like, it wasn't it wasn't down in the basement. No, it wasn't. Or, <laughs> it, it, that's in my office because I, I I keep it on a shelf and I look at it and kind of oh okay. You know, in between projects or whatever at work, I think, I, I go I look to that and hey, sure, I could paint this or sculpt that. So yeah, I've been doing a ton of that. The conversions and modeling is more or less done. Okay, so all the bases are done. All the, the helmet swaps for Shadow Warriors are, are pretty much done. Uh, I spent a lot of time on the spear unit, uh, you know, taking the body of the spear off, putting the head on, the Shadow Warrior head, cutting off the spear that he's holding originally, uh-huh. Yeah, and putting in a metal pin. So now it's, all, it's you a dr- longer spear. Did sh- you drill shaft. through the yeah, yeah, hand yeah. and then just sl- slide it in there? Correct. Okay. Yeah, because I wanted a longer uh, thinner spear shaft.
0: I remember that cuz that was on the forums cuz you had the yeah. picture and you actually went and had to shave down because the the spear had that wide base That's, at it. Right. And then you actually shaved it down to fit a little better and I was a like, little bit. Oh better. yeah, that. Yeah. It's it's funny how that little subtle change cuz I had to actually go back and look. Yeah. Cuz I didn't notice what the difference was. And someone's like, "Oh yeah, now that you've done that, it's much better." And I'm
1: like, "What did he do?" I went, "Oh, oh there it is." Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a very subtle change. And to be honest, I didn't do it to the whole unit cuz I didn't think it was necessary. Because I I ended up cutting off that part of the spear, okay. So I I used the original spear tip, and then at the the base, you know, the bottom of the, the spear shaft, right. You know, there on the actual model, there's like a thicker, like a metal. I don't know what you call it, but a, a the bottom. counterweight or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I had to go out and buy some plastic uh, uh, tubing, to, you know, at the right, right at the right gauge to, to to do that. So that took, you know, a week or two. So the conversions for that are finally done. So, I'm getting to the point now where I'm about to prime everything, and, and I'm getting nervous because that means I have to start painting everything. <laughs> but time is a ticking because, you know, I'd like to have it ready for Wapaka. If it's not, that's okay, but that's my goal. Uh, so, while I'm doing this, kind of in parallel, I'm still working on, you know, the Dragon Princes. Those are all converted with their heads. Uh, and shields that I got from Cyborg Miniatures. Okay. You got Cyborg Shields? Yeah. Okay. All, every every shield will be that shield. Um and this is all on the, on the forum. If you want to see pictures of it, right? And, and I'm working on a new display board for this. Which the avatar, the the dark eldar, no, yeah, uh, dark. Well, the eldar avatar will be a part of that. That Greg Dan ho- you know, hooked me up with. Oh, right, right, right. So that'll be part of the display board. So I'm, I'm you know, modeling that and trying to figure out which, uh, how the bases will be situated, the different levels, and cutting the foam out for that. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's coming together nicely. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Cool, but as far as a uh, hobby, that is about it. It's it's all high all the time for me right now. Oh, <laughs> high Oh, I did get, time. and you saw these the the two old china cabinets. Yes, that my brother in law's parents were going to get rid of, and they're they you know they look. I mean they're old fashioned China cabinets, but there's a lot of glass. Yeah, they're doors tall they're, d- they're a pair of tall, thin ones, yeah. not the really wide one. Right, right, right. So those are my basement right now. I, I have, have m- all my painted stuff stuffed in there. I noticed the little the knobs are little lion heads, which yeah. I
0: thought went nicely with the whole high elf theme there you go. with the lion no. heads yep. on the on the knobs. Um no, that's, that was fantastic. I, looked, I was like, that's nice. Yeah. Because it's, 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 cool. it's the mirror back and the glass shelves, so you could turn the lights on on that. And, you can, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be nice when you got that all yeah. lit, so lit up. So someday when
1: the basement's finished, it'll be a nice, a proper display. Sweet. Very sweet. So, hobby. that's it for me. How about you? Um, okay. Um, I've gone through
0: and cataloged most of the stuff that I want to sell. Uh, I had
1: some unsuccessful eBay offerings. Yeah, we were talking about that. I ended up eBaying a bunch of uh, War Machine stuff, but you're, and I, the price I got was okay. I would have gotten a little bit more, but so you, your stuff didn't sell at all.
0: No, but I mean it was, a, it was a really large army, and I was only asking about 40 cents on the dollar, but it was a larger, and it was an older army, so there was a lot of stuff in there that maybe some people didn't necessarily want. Okay. Missing a couple of the new, like, uh, you know, I, don't, I didn't have Mornfang or cannons, uh, iron the Blasters, Ogre Army, because sure. I don't have them because I never bought them. Right. So, you know, I was missing a few things. Um, I do have them for sale up on the the little sale part on our forum. I've sold some stuff here and there. Uh, my goal is hopefully just to get rid of all of it. I mean, even if I'm not selling it for as much as I'd like, but there's a lot of stuff in there that people don't necessarily want. I think once Thanksgiving rolls around, I got a few days off there. I'm going to go and drop them all in small by unit by unit. I get like 15, you know, 15 free posts a month right. for, for eBay and I'll just break it down and just throw them up there and see what I get whatever I
1: can get for them. Have you ever tried Barter Town?
0: Uh I haven't, but I'm I don't really necessarily want to trade right now. I want to sell. I see. Like I'll trade for some demon stuff because I want to build up my demon army, but really I want to sell this so that I have some money to buy the new dwarf stuff when it comes out. The
1: new dwarves, the new wood elves. And yeah, I mean the wood elves is a
0: bit down <laughs> the way. Well, I mean between Harrison and I and Morgan, we have, what, 11 armies, hmm. and we're cutting it down to Morgan's going to have her one, the only one she has. Harrison is going to selling his skaven, hmm. and uh, I'm getting rid of everything except, actually except for my, my first three armies, which was okay. dwarves, wood elves, and then vampires. Right. Those are the first three armies I collected, and I'm keeping them all. Basically because Harrison and I are both interested in Wood Elves, and I'm not going to get rid of my dwarves or my VC. Sure. And I really want to play some demons because I think they're fun. And other than that, everything else is going up piece cool. by piece. So I've organized. I've sold a bunch. I'm getting rid of more, which is just sort of – it's it's getting the hobby – there's there's less time for hobby wobble when there's less stuff there. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm looking around and I don't have all this junk sitting around. It's kind of daunting, uh, you know, having all that stuff.
1: I mean, where do you start? Exactly. Which box do you open? Getting rid of it all, it's just it's sort of a godsend. Well, I, I you feel know, yeah, that that's actually um opens new doors for you because all this new stuff, you know, what do I get to buy? Uh-huh. Right? All the new shiny. Exactly. In fact, um
0: what I have been doing, I have actually done some hobby, but I will admit I did it like last night. So after I promised... Oh, be, what'd you do? I promised there would be all this progress after six weeks, and there's not all this progress. Progress is progress. Um, I finally busted into the... I got the... From to Bits, I got the bodies. I think I'm going to build... Uh, I was going to go three and three. I have nine guys and nine Crypt Horrors.
1: Right now built? Yeah. Nine of each? That many?
0: Yeah. Okay. I've always had how, them. How I, many painted? Uh, nine Crypt Horrors and five vargeists are painted. So huh, I have four okay. unpainted vargeists. So that's it. And then I got all the extra. So I went to Hordebits Bits and I just bought the extra bodies because I got all the arms and wings sure. and stuff. Uh, and I bought, they had six available. So I bought six. And I was like, well, I don't know. Should I do three and three or six and six? And I actually went out on Twitter and I think I'm going to build them all to Vargeists. That's what I would do. I'll have 15 then. I could go three units of five. I why would you
1: choose Vargeists?
0: Um, for the same reason that you actually had mentioned, and a couple of people had mentioned on Twitter, I have enough anvils in that army. I I I need more of a hammer. And crypt horrors, they're they're an anvil. Yeah, they're another strength four, toughness five. You put them with the mortis engine, they've got a decent regen. That's sure. another unit that's going to sit in place and may not kill enough, but is going to sit. I've I think I've shown you, you need to kill stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we've seen, especially in our last game. I've got more than enough anvils. If I don't, if if I've got a unit I don't want to die, I can usually make sure that unit's not going to die. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, it, but it's it's those hard hitter ones that are really expensive that yeah. I have trouble I have trouble with getting getting that hard hitter in. So I think I'm going to go with that. So I started putting those together, the okay. bodies and stuff. Um, I've just, I've got about half put together my uh, Citadel Finecast
1: Cockatrice. Yeah, they're sitting here on the table in front of us, and uh, it looks cool.
0: Well, the the GW Cockatrice, I, I bought that a while ago. I really liked it. It's one of the Trish models that I really like. Um, I do. I, I think it's a cool model, and I think it's got a have cool It doesn't pose with the hands. It doesn't because sideways. it doesn't. It just has wings, so it's uh, not. No hands. Uh, it doesn't have the. It, I'm not kidding. by subtraction. Look at every Trish model with its got front legs and it's gonna be rearing up on its back legs. It's one front leg will be up like like uh sort of swishing in from the side. Like it's gonna slap you. Yeah, and the other one will be up Upwards and coming down, yeah. and it's just—it's always the same pose. But then c- compared to the cockatrice, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, good, it's, yeah, it's good a good sculpt. Yeah, it's a good sculpt. I'm not saying her sculpts aren't any good. I'm saying that when that they, she it's, kind it's of that, has a trend. She, and it's that it's that same pose. I'd lo- I'd love to see her break out of that because the, their stuff is imaginative. I mean look at the with the stuff with the Hydra, even if you don't like the Hydra, the Charybdis got some pretty cool stuff going yeah, on there. Yeah. But it's still got those same two damned arms in the front. Now one's one's down holding a rock, <laughs> right. but the other one's coming in sweeping from the side. Yeah, yeah. Um the Manticore, that's hers.
1: Yep. Sweeping, thing. same
0: thing. Um I did build um the I have a Manticore now and I have a chimera. And they are the Mears miniatures ones. And they're sweet. They are amazing. Um, I, I, I'm actually looking at them, and it, it, it's going to be a daunting task to paint them. In fact, I am going to do a lot of research into the real animals that they come from and try to make this thing look as... this is. These are going to be a couple of my... You know, paint them and see if I can get the blending in between the t-
1: different animals' parts. A lot of times, though, I think the painting is helped by superior miniature. Uh, this and, is definitely yeah, a superior yeah, a miniature. Yeah, you're a step ahead already.
0: Yeah, and then <laughs> they're anatomically correct too. In every way. They have penises. They're fully functional. Yeah, they have they have penises. Mm. Which is weird cuz I would I I don't even know how to paint those. Like I wouldn't know, <laughs> you know,
1: uh, you're on your own on that one. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I, I I'm gonna look up the I'm gonna look up lions online to see how to paint lions, but I don't think I want to start googling lion. Yeah, don't penis. do anything. Yeah, illegal.
1: <laughs> 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 getting to uh, explicit territory. Exactly.
0: Here. But uh, I mean, dude, this chimera's sick.
1: Yeah, but you know what is really impressive about those is the lion mane, the hair. Yeah, that's. And you were showing me the claws. Each individual claw comes on its own sprue. I could not figure out
0: what this is. I've got this sprue with these with eighteen little. It looks like little, little hooks. Well, yeah, and they're all on their, It's like it's almost like a little spear. Like it's, yeah. it's coming out as this long straight thing. It looks like a little spear, and there has got this hook at the end. I'm like, where am I supposed to put these? And I was looking, and I realized as I got it put together that the paws, they have these little holes where the where the claws would come out between the. You know, between the finger, and I'm just like, oh, you're kidding me. It's interesting they did it that way. Yeah, uh, so I have to cut off and put each little... I could see, though, when you're making it on a resin cast, you maybe don't right. necessarily you want... You don't want those things to break off. Yeah, you don't want yeah. them to break off, so they come on an individual sprue, all eight... There's four in each back paw and five on the two front ones. Right. So that I got 18... That's that's what I've got left to put on,
1: or 18 little claws for the feet, so the Manticore, and the Chimera that we're looking at here, you have those lined up for potential Storm of Magic games?
0: Yeah, I. That th- originally that that was my 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 thought in, in getting them was because yeah. the, then the monsters are and Storm of Magic. Now nobody wants to play Storm of Magic with me, but I'm just like I don't care. I like the models. I really like these models. I'm I am excited. Like I was building them last night, and I probably should have gone to bed earlier hmm. because I was freaking exhausted today. Like, I took a nap before you came over here. Like, I'm like, text me when you're on your way. Uh, oh, And sad. I had an hour, and I could have come down and probably finished putting those claws in. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to lay down on a couch and take a nap. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I watched Walking Oops. Dead, and then, like, I I, <laughs> I watched it, and then I watched Talking Dead, and then I just sort of left the TV, and I was building, and then Comic Book Men ended, and then mm. the Walking Dead was on again. And <laughs> I'm like... Okay, now I'm watching it a second time, like two hours. I'm like, I look at the clock. It's like almost one in the morning. I'm like, I haven't pulled a late night like that, just staying up when I got to be up at 5.15 in a while. Um, But I got so into building these because they're so, it's like, oh, just, okay, one more head. Right, right. yeah.
1: It's it's fun to see it come together, right? Yeah. Well, because part of it is,
0: and I'll say this, for as beautiful as the miniatures are, there's something that. You can appreciate with GW's models because they just go together. Whereas these, they're made so. There's a lot of. It's almost like the you know the like the like a lost wax sculpting. You know where you've got. Or yeah, you, it's you not. Know. It's not a perfect fit. It's yeah, yeah and I mean literally the, the heads like where the, the lion's head on the chimera, then it's got the two necks coming out and they're yeah. just cut flat. Right. These heads had huge chunks of of resin coming off the back that I literally I had to cut it down and then shave it down, shave it down, shave it down. And I was actually afraid because I'm like, it's such a huge chunk. You don't want to over cut it off and screw it up. But, uh, but you, you're a hobby veteran. So I, have yeah, know, know, full, full yeah, trust. In, you know, what, you know yeah. what you're doing, but, uh, Oh God, it looks so good. Like I, I have them sitting you here. Should
1: like, uh, take some pictures. You know, hobby blog, take some pictures. So uh, as you paint it, I am the worst at that because but you have a smartphone.
0: I what? know. Well, I've only got like six models left to do in my 2,000-point hobby commitment. Oh, by the way, guys, Hobby Commitment Challenge, you got about a month. Right. A little over a month left to finish up your 2,000. When you finish it, change the title of your blog to complete at the end. And we did create a Hobby Challenge badge. Okay. Right? Did you make the badge? I did. And, and you've seen it. It was, I a, it was a,
1: like a month ago.
0: Oh, that's right. You did show it to me. Um, we got to send it to me, and I'll upload it onto the site. And yeah. then when people finish, we'll just – I do don't—I got to figure out how to
1: give them the badges. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can do that.
0: But that, when they complete it, they'll get the little it'll badge. End, it'll
1: end up in the footer. Every time you post something, right. it'll be in that, your signature footer. And uh,
0: so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've I'm got like five models left. I have no pictures up on the Pobby blog for the 2,000 points. I've mm-hmm. painted all of it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't put any – it's like I'm so bad – at getting the pictures done. so, But I will have them up soon because I've got to before the end of the year. And I'm this close to having 2,000 more points of painted models. So nice. that's my hobbying. Uh, a long talk to say that I built like seven models in the last six weeks. But hmm. they're really cool models. They are pretty cool. And I did. I took a break from what I was. I took a break from my army and built some stuff I just wanted to do. Uh, it w- how was it? That was really great. Fun. Yeah, because I was sitting last night, and I was like, okay, I'll build these Vargas. that be zombie or a skeleton. Yep. And then I was like, wait a minute. I got this boxing right here. Yeah, I got yeah. all this stuff from Mirst from back when you got your... The Wyvern. The Wyvern that. and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to build these. So that's that. So any
1: other? Uh, honestly, not much. Uh, between the kids, work, and my current hobby stuff. No TV? No any, any of that, that stuff? Not really, no.
0: I got I've done a bunch, man. I took the kids to see Enders game, which I really liked. We went to see Thor two which I enjoyed Thor two despite its its despite the Don't, it's, don't say too much. No, I'm not gonna it. no spoilers, but despite you know, people have complained, you know, it's not it's not the, the best of the of the you know, different superhero movies. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. I liked it a lot. Loki was cool, Thor was cool, it was a fun movie, we had a good time. Um I have been watching a bunch of TV, though, because I've been sort of down here or when I'm upstairs working on stuff, I've got Netflix running. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching Walking Dead because that's back on, and I've enjoyed this season. Last night's episode was fantastic. You know, those are recording on
1: my DVR, and I just cannot bring myself to play them. This season's pretty good. It's it's worth sitting down think, while you're having to watch it. I think, I, I think it. I've given up on that show, really? to be honest. Starting yeah.
0: season four, you're going to give up?
1: it's like the third time I've kind of given up, but then before I've always gone back to it, just because, you know, for lack of anything better to watch. Oh, okay. But this season, it might be it.
0: Uh, actually, this season's been pretty good so far. You may want to give it a crack. It's been pretty good. Maybe. Maybe. They got the whole sick... They got they got a weird strain of, like, flu virus that's run through the, the prison. That's the part I'm at right now. Yeah. Did you see last week's episode? No. Okay the very end of the episode they're sort of doing their thing and they pan away from the from the from the jail and sitting out there all by himself just watching the place of the governor yeah, I, I kind of had an inkling that he was back. You knew he was going to come back. <sighs> Yesterday's episode was just him. It was like what he's been doing since the end of season three up to there. It's been
1: really good. That's that's the thing though. As a character, I'm I'm kind of sick of that guy. And for him to come back, I'm like, oh, really but it's more of him. But you're seeing kind of what happened, and there's it's a very
0: different character now. I don't know. I Maybe. was really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, also, been watching Sleepy Hollow, which if you haven't been watching, is a fantastic show. It really is quite good. Except for the fact that he comes back after being dead for 200 years, and he's, every episode he's still
1: wearing his... <laughs> the his, frilly... Uh, his clothes. Colonial. And, yeah, and it's like... You why, know, he, why doesn't he update his wardrobe? Well,
0: I mean, cause, well, he likes to wear what was what he wore. It's like, oh, your jacket's nice, but it's 200 years old. Doesn't and look too conspicuous, though? Probably needs a washing. Oh, he doesn't care. Nobody, you know. Um, I've been watching... As, as character to the show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been watching Eureka. Is that still on? Uh, I just found it on Netflix.
1: Oh, okay. like it was
0: recommended to me by my brother-in-law. So yeah. I'm on season like one. Harrison's on like season two or three. Okay, that show's really much. I mean, like it, like I, I saw the ads for it. I'm like, oh, well, that looks like a weird show. Kind of, was really good. I'm having a lot of fun watching. I, I've it. seen a couple episodes. It's uh, quirky. It is. It's, it's very. It's it's quirky. It's a really bizarre show. If you've never seen it, um, there's a uh, basically this town. It's got this this. This uh, huge, you know, uh, corporation—it's mm. basically run by the Department of Defense, funded. Uh, the whole town, the town of Eureka, everybody who lives in there—that town's got a PhD in at They're least like, one or some two kind of things. G- super genius. So. Yeah. So, every, and the, the, you get the sheriff who goes in, who was a U.S. marshal, who is basically his car breaks down, gets stuck in town, and uh, as the older sheriff is retiring, he becomes the new sheriff of this town. So he's like the one normal guy in this right. town of geniuses trying to. Stop all the calamities that they cause It's a really fun show, I'm really enjoying it Hmm. And really quick Last thing I want to mention Is, um, and I want to promote This one, if you like The H.P. Lovecraft stuff that I've promoted You know, the literary podcast and stuff There is the quirkiest, most bizarre Little program on called Welcome to Night Vale It comes out Twice a month, it's like 25 to 30 minutes an episode This Is a podcast? Yeah if you like weird fiction and that sort of that bizarre sort of Lovecraftian thing, you'll love this show. It's uh it's supposed to be this little desert town called Nightvale and it's the community radio, the evening community radio guy. This guy Cecil comes on and he basically tells you what's going on in town. Hmm. But it's like picture if like if this Cthulhu-esque stuff was going on in your town and it was just considered normal. So, like, just okay. insanely bizarre stuff happens, and he's just reporting it like it's completely normal. And it's, it's huh. funny and weird and quirky. I know the first episode, they're talking about how the dog park, like, oh, the city hall just unveiled the new dog park. And no one's allowed in the dog park, and you can't bring your dog to the dog park. And, in fact, the only people allowed in the dog park are the weird hooded figures that we see in town, but don't look directly at the weird hooded figures. And it's just like... Mm. You know, they always mention, like, this person, like, you know, the faceless lady who lives in your house, who you only see out of the corner of your eye. He always mention how the secret... Oh, messages from the secret police are always coming through, you know, to be on watch no. for that. Bizarre stuff happens. Like, people, like, dying in town. His interns die constantly. What's the show called? It's called Welcome to Night Vale. Huh. And it's, I mean, it's it's less than a half hour per show. Yeah. Uh, first couple of shows, they sort of find their stride. Uh, whenever they go to the weather... It's a. They play a song by like some weird band, like you've never heard of. Like right. just letting people play their music, um, but it's just twenty five minutes of. If you lived in a town where all that Cthulhu esque stuff was happening, and
1: just sort of accepted. This that, is like the nightly report on yeah happenings in the town. Yeah, what's going on
0: well, recently in town? It's genius. It's, it's I mean it's a neat
1: idea. It's a very creative idea. At a
0: half hour an episode, I found it when they were on episode thirty one, and like four days I'd listened to all of them. How often did they come out? Twice a month. Twice a month. And uh, the it's got like 5,000 reviews on iTunes. Jeez. And most of, like 40, like there's about 61 star, about 50 or 62 stars. 50 right. years, and then you get up and there's like 4,500 five-star reviews just from people who are just like, this is the coolest show ever. So I would highly recommend that show to anyone who wants to try something a little different. And they're very short doses. My kids listen to it and they laugh their heads off because it's so weird Mm -hmm. and it just makes like that makes no that's insane they Mm. just think it's hysterical so that's it that's the really long toolbox brought together to you by Casper Superstore so let's break and come back and we're going to start up Garage 102 we used uh, Christopher and I did a Garage 101 uh, back when When 8th edition first came out Sort of going through each Phase by phase. People have asked us to go through And talk about every little You know just go through it Point by point for some newer players Or to get our take on it So we're starting from the very beginning And picking your army And we'll start that when we come back Sounds good Hey folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm, it doesn't separate from the base, they custom cut
1: Brian Steele, creative director of Dark Age Games and editor-chief of Ravage Magazine US, wants the garage number fans to head on over to coolminiornot.com and find some of the best games and miniature artistry assets the industry has to offer. From professional painting DVDs, art supplies, and a variety of amazing miniatures, from an assortment of different companies, whether you are adding to your own army or starting up a new game like Dark Age, Cool Mini or Not has what you need.
0: School is in session. It's time for Garage 102. Sharpen
1: those pencils
0: and uh, <laughs> let's get to it. So um, we looked at this and we figured if we're going to break it down and talk about it, whether it be a full episode like today, this is our main topic, or if they'll just be little mini topics you know, showing up in episodes, depending on how much time we need. Right. Um, before you even get into things like deploying and the different phases and stuff, it's... Uh, you know, people have been asking us, well, you know, what, what we've gotten emails, what type of an army should I do? You know, could you go over – in fact, people want us to go over and go – the value of the different battalion boxes. You know, how many points of an army do you get? Is it worth buying this? And But for that, then you've got to sort of pick apart, is it worth it as far as the units go and an army review? Sure. And it gets, gets kind of complicated. So rather than going into each battalion box – and things like that, which we can we could visit. We might be able
1: to do that at some point. Yeah,
0: little bits later. But just how do you pick your army? And I think this is – I sent you some notes. <laughs> Dear Lord, you. this is a thesis on how to pick an army.
1: <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say it's a thesis, but – Oh,
0: it's pretty uh, – this is pretty
1: dense, but it's good. I mean, this is great. You covered every – I'm like, I got nothing to add. It's a, is, it's, it's a massive undertaking. Yeah. I mean, how many armies are there? 15, 16, 16 if you count if you count, if you count worst, there's 16.
0: So and it's and you're and you're going to be you're going to be laying out some cash. Let's I mean you're going to yeah, it's a huge investment. I mean, you're going to lay out a good 5-600
1: dollars at least. Not so much the time you're going to put into it. Yeah, to you, get it right you the table.
0: Yeah, and then it depends on what kind of player you are. I mean, there are players who are tournament players who they just right. want to grab the new filth, they're going to buy it, paint it to bare bare standard to get it on a table for a tournament. Mm-hmm play it, turn around, sell it, you know. And get the next
1: new hobby. And it's funny
0: because those players are always spending money on the hobby. And they don't seem to mind because they just want to get there and play and do it because, yeah. hey, you know, I built Tomb Kings. I, I made a Kalita list with 800,000 archers. Right. I won a tournament. Now I'm selling it all and
2: going on, to the next the army. Next. And it's like,
1: damn. Well, um, it provides a rush, I'm sure, on some yeah. level.
0: Hey, if, and if that's the – I mean, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you can afford it and that's the way you want to play –
1: well, God it, bless you. There's something to that. I think how you choose an army and how you continue to choose armies, if you go past one, says a lot about he, what type of player you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we can jump into that. Well, how did you pick your first army? Oh, What right was your first army? Was it I- Isles oh, It was, it was Isles. I- Isles. Okay, I knew right away when we were playing this game, that's the army that I want. I, I, oh, I you go back to it, to like
0: before you... Before you before anything like you first saw some where did you first see people playing warhammer even
1: uh the local game store okay. uh, by my place so you know we played a lot of uh board games and and right mech warrior like the clicks games kind of like hero clicks but okay. it was Mechs. right play that at our local game store and they had warhammer and the, the the owner there uh Todd he was a big warhammer player and he was always trying to get us to play it and i was like oh that looks pretty cool but it seemed like too much of a commitment. But I finally made the jump, and when our group, four or five guys, decided to get into it, you know, it, again, I knew right away would, I'd play some kind of elven army, and I think that stems from my preferences from D and D. Okay, so I always like playing that the elf. So in fantasy, you've always liked the elf. I, I have okay. yeah. fair enough. You know, you know, so the, 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 the su- kind of uh, faster than human reflexes and slightly magical, and right. slightly you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I think there's maybe something to that. Maybe what your preferences in terms of D&D race could have some bearing on what army you choose for fantasy. I, th- I think
0: so. I definitely think so. Um, I've always been... Um, whenever we play anything, uh, Christopher always plays the quick and nimble guy. Yeah. And I'm always the tank, the slow, steady, heavy armor guy. Even when we used to play... Remember F-Zero for Nintendo? The, the race, the car racing game, like the little hovercraft car racing game vaguely for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Chris was always that fast car that would fly around. If I ever took that car, I had no control over it. <laughs> I took the slow and steady car that could take a lot of beating because right. I couldn't turn. But and I was that's I was I'm always the heavy, slow and steady. I mean, look at me. I'm a shorter barrel chested Polak with a big, thick beard. <laughs> I'm a dwarf. You're tank. I mean, that's what I am, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's always been my race. And so dwarf or dwarf. I don't know what a dwarf is, <laughs> anus. <laughs> I'm just asking. Um, but I mean, with Tolkien, I mean the elves are cool, and you read with. I mean, you, when you read the Hobbit, even yeah, it's like you know, Bilbo. If I'm going to die out here, I want to be. I want it to be with the, the elves because they're so much better. Right. And you read the Dwarfs, I'm like. Man, they're kind of you know they they're kind of jerky and stuff like that. And there's reason not to like it, but it's just like they toil away in their minds. But they do. But for they they do not for but all this. They they, they make they, they, they're builders. They make stuff with their hands. You look at the dwarf, the you especially in Lord of the Rings, the dwarves uh, they would sell all their, they would make toys and all sorts of uh, trinkets, weird and, trinkets and yeah. that they would sell to the humans. That they're, that they're, they're they're even in Warhammer, there are you know the best. The best of the human artisans creating their the swords or creating weapons yeah. and stuff. The door. This is passable for right, you know. Right, right, just, right, right. It's just master I love, craftsman. That's 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 been always the thing that's attracted me. So when I first, well, I was playing. I had picked up Lord of the Rings just yeah. just to paint, and I mean, everyone's heard this story who listens to the show, right? Right. Uh, and then Heather's like, "You, should Christopher came over with his stuff and said, look through this,' and I was flipping through it, and I, I he had the the rule book, so I could just see all the armies. And, of course, dwarves grabbed my attention sure. immediately, um, and I've always loved vampires. I mean, ever since I was a kid. I loved the old Hammer movies. Mm-hmm. You know, A friend of mine was always My friend Mike was a big Wolfman person. Right. His brother was into Frankenstein. I've always been into vampires. But your first army, your first love is dwarves. Right. Well, that was the, it was a hard choice for me, though. Hmm. It was either going to be dwarves or vampires, and I was looking through the book, and it's like Chris And Chris said, vampires is a really good army, too. I'm like, is it? He's like, yeah, it's a good army. And I'm looking at it, and it was like, you know, and I came in just after. I mean, I think the Vampire Counts book either came out right after or right before I jumped in and started playing. I see. And uh, he's like, "No, it's supposedly a pretty good army." I'm like, oh, it's vampires and zombies and all the stuff I love. I mean, you know, I grew up watching horror movies, loving this sort of stuff. And so I'm like, okay, do I play the my dwarfs that I always play, or do I play these really cool vampires? And it what it what it came down to for me, this was almost, I mean, it was practically a coin flip. Was looking at the models in the book when they had the model gallery, and I said. The dwarfs have all these shiny machines and all the mm-hmm. bright clothes, and there's the variety. Even though the models didn't have that much variety because they were all sort of like the you know the sort of short, sorry, the, the long beard, the armor Beards with a big axe, but they could have a lot of different color schemes to them. Sure, and you know the gyrocopter, all right, the little, right. be- and then I looked at the at the VC and Christopher did say, "He goes, you're going to buy a lot more. You're going to have to buy a lot more models for the VC." Right, and I looked at him and said, "I'm just going to be painting flesh, blood, and bone
1: like." Over it's it's and funny over that, and over it, that single palette. It, it's funny that that's what your thought was back then, but that's what you've been doing
0: recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's but that's why I, that's that was originally why I walked away from it and and went with the dwarves. As I said, I, I think I don't want to sit there having to paint just flesh, blood, and bone. Right. Um, after painting the dwarves and learning a little bit about it, mm. um, that's yeah. Then I, when I finally did pick up VC as my third army. It became okay. I'm going to paint this stuff, and it then it became an assembly line. I, I think sort of whatever
1: thing. whatever army you first chose is most indicative and most in line is in most in line with your personality. I think yeah. Right? I think it tends to grab yeah. That's because you're looking at all the new shiny. Something's got to grab you. And it, yeah, I, it appeals to it appeals you in some level uh, to your personality. And for you, exactly like you said, you are a dwarf personified. Yeah. That's my thing. It's just, yeah. and I mean, I remember reading even
0: the like when we, when Christopher and I talked about it. I mean, he picked the Dark Elves, and I was like, there was." I'm like, "Which army is Dark?" I was like, "Okay, I'm not surprised at all."
1: Yeah, the, he, the, he's he likes to play. He's, the, a, he's a Dark Elf. He, persona he likes too. to play the evil characters, right?
0: And he likes. The, he's tall and skinny. Well, it's not even that. <laughs> he just likes his character. Every game you play is the, the tall, thin, nimble. Not very strong, but you can't ever hit him, so it doesn't matter because right. you can't kill him. Eventually, he'll get you, type mm-hmm. of guy. Um, so it, it worked, and I was just like, you know, I, I, well, what are the dwarfs like? Well, here's how it starts off. First, the game starts, and you start firing your cannons at them. And so they got to come towards you, and then when they get closer, you're in range to shoot them with your guns. Right, and you just keep doing, and then whatever's left finally hits, and you've got really heavy armor. And remember, seventh, that heavy armor, hand weapon, shield was a three up save. Yep. And then so then they just kind of break like water on the rocks against your wall of dwarfs, and that's kind of what I picture. I'm like, that's my arm. That (laughs) yeah, cool. (laughs) Just heavy defense. That's I mean, that's me. It's like I don't need you know I'm I'm not the best tactician in the world. Um, in fact, I've gotten much better playing VC than I ever did with dwarfs because I sort of just line up and I'm like, okay, kill as much as you can when they hit. I hope my armor holds. Right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for me, when we another factor the when I was looking at all the different armies was, okay, what, what army has dragons? Because I, I, I've got to have a dragon. I've got to have a lot of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> when
0: you first started writing lists and started building your army, did you like just... It was like
1: one of everything. Yeah, and... Cavalry, you know, bolt throwers, little of this, little of that. And I, I posted some lists for feedback on one of the local forums, and the, the veteran players were like, well, like, You're all over the place. You need to focus because you have one of everything. But at the time, I'm like, Yeah, this is awesome. I could do anything. I remember sitting down writing lists of what I wanted and just
0: buying stuff on eBay, first of all, just buying tons. I have like 50 Slayers. <laughs> I've fielded them like once, but I'm like, right. I love these models. Right. I have like, I think I have like 30 miners. I mean, I just got, t- I just was buying some and I look, and I actually only have like, I maybe have, I think I only have, if you, well, if you put, if you fielded all the slayers, I'd have a lot, but not counting the slayers, I probably got about 3,000 points worth of dwarfs. Like, I don't mm-hmm. compared to my VC, I don't have much at all, and I only have like enough to do this one build that I that I had, and then I've got a few extra bits. Yeah. But I remember writing lists and not even working on points, just being like, okay, I want a couple of big blocks of 20 dwarfs, right. and then I'm going to put this. And, and then I start totaling up my list, and we're supposed to be playing like 2,400. I'm like, okay, this list is like yeah, 4,000 like points. <laughs> right. i got to start. And that was my list-building skills, were, I put everything in that I wanted and then, and then said, okay, now i got to take something Eesh. away. What, 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 yeah. what am I willing to give up? I was just because I had yeah, no idea. I, I
1: kind of did that too. Uh, so it's, it's funny how your list-building approach changes over time
0: uh, but it's i think it's funny how because harrison did the same thing that's why yeah, i asked yeah. when you first start playing this game your list building is it's all over the place I, I want i want everything and it doesn't seem like a lot and then you're like oh that's that's like a four thousand point right. army because i've just got like you know i've only got like six blocks of dwarfs and a couple of war machines and it's just like Wait, so oh. so how would you describe
1: your list building approach now well, I think list building is Garage One Hundred and Two Lesson Two. But well, if you were to sum it up in one sentence, how how would you describe your approach? Um. Oh, it's, it's I don't know. It's more orderly, and I kind I
0: almost go through the book in in order. You know, hmm. uh, sp- I decide what kind of a lord I'm going to have because that'll help. Okay. Dic- you know, and then uh, actually, what I used to do was my first choices, and still is to sometimes to this day is, I'll pick the rares first because it's a really. A lot of times I will because well, especially with dwarfs, there's only a, you only had a couple of choices. You can only buy a couple of things, and I kind of knew it's like I'm either going to take a couple of gyrocopters or right. a couple of these, and then that's it. Even with the VC, like if I take rares, I look at it, it's like right. okay, do I want a couple of terragys or do I want to take um, do I want to take the black coach and a Vargolf? You know, so sure, interesting. The rares is usually fewer choices, at least with my armies, right? And you can only pick one or two, and then you're out of points. So I okay. a lot of times I would flip to that first, especially with the, with, with the dwarfs because I knew I was going in and I knew I was taking at least one gyrocopter, right, and then then possibly a flame, thrower or an organ Flanking. gun. Okay. So it was like it was an easy choice because I knew I plus there's no upgrade options, right. So it wasn't like I got to pick this and then figure out how big the unit was. All the, dwarves, all the dwarfs, all the dwarfs, rare stuff. I have a gyrocopter. I have an organ gun. I'm done. So it was for me that was always easy, the easy way to build lists.
1: Interesting. The, the way that I've, I've, my approach now is, I think about okay, what kind of, what kind of game do I want to play, and how do I want to win. Yeah, I mean now, the, and, and you, then I think what units facilitate that mode of play, and then then I just kind of.
0: Well, we're gonna have to shelve this for a building sure, li- list sure. building we'll stuff because we, this could be a whole long episode. And I think now, especially with the books, you have to pick carefully and synergize. If I want this, I gotta go somewhere else. But let's
1: let's right. move. We'll along. circle back to that. So. But to come back to this main point, uh, in, in my notes, you know, what I, I have what, what I call soft considerations, playing for the hobby and the fluff aspect. Right. We've kind of covered that here. You know, your Lord of the Rings dwarves or, you know, your preference for dragons. There's something initially that I think captures you, you know, seeing the models on the table. what Right. What, what appeals to you that kind of hooks you. Sure. And that's not going to apply for to everybody, but I think that is one uh, type, of, type of
0: person. But everybody who... Pl- everybody I know who is new to the hobby who we, we've sort of gotten into it or you know friends who have come by and looked at it and said you know my brother-in-law actually just recently said how he'd be interested in coming by and learning how to play oh he did cool yeah and um he's like so you got to teach me and uh, so i actually showed him i just we, i didn't have a book i went to the website i'm like here's the army just sort of take a look at him and it's like well, what and he's like you know i'm like well you're gonna be playing with this and you're gonna have these models now he's not gonna paint but that's the first thing is I was you're gonna be spending a lot of time with them make sure it's something a- you're gonna disassembling. yeah you're gonna enjoy the aesthetics of it yeah. and that you're gonna to want to stick with you right. know and so I always tell people that that's my first
1: thing listen you're gonna be painting a hundred 200 models well I think you know us for sure but I think just about everybody the vast majority of the time is spent working on and preparing models. Yeah, versus in comparison to actual table time,
0: right? You know, unless you're a person who's you know you've got your army. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know how much I don't know much. Like Alex, you know, Nikotenko. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, how much hobby time does he really spend anymore? He's got his armies built. Uh, he uh, outside of building lists, does he do a lot of building
1: or painting he, anymore? lately, he's, he yeah, he's, has he? Yeah, you'd be surprised. I, you know,
0: and, do. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not trying. I, I I don't know, but I know he's he's had his dark elves for a long time and his VC for a really long time, right? And outside of adding in a few units here and there, you
1: know... Well, I, he's been working warrior Warriors of Chaos Army. Has you know, he been? From scratch, yeah. Nice! Yeah, yeah. So he'll have his three, four hours of hobby time here or there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm just saying I think there are some people who they've got their army that they always play, and then mm-hmm. they don't, they don't need as much hobby time. No, he's been mixing it up. In fact, what's funny is a couple of people, I, I know I've, you hear on, on the, either on the forums or on different podcasts, guys who play just one army exclusively and that's been their army for years right and they either build an army and then they just like like Wayne Kemp how many scaven armies has he oh, made I think he's like five or six like he finishes a scaven army and then he gets nuts. rid of it and starts a new one yeah. and it's just like okay well yeah, that's because clearly a hobby. love
1: of the army itself
0: or people who just the new you know the new book comes out and that's not my army and I'm never going to play it but that's a cool model I'll buy it build it paint it because I want to do it for the hobby and then throw it up on eBay and just get back what I can for it
1: it's like, oh, I don't think I can ever do that, dude. There's a lot of that goes on. I, I, every I unit it. or model that I've sold that's been painted, I regret parting with it.
0: But it's like if, but if the if the army book comes out and that's it's a cool model, but you're not going to play that army, but you really just want you know, it's, I want to build that and paint it, right? Like I like that Slaughter Brute when I first saw it, man. I like God, I know I don't play warriors, but I I picked one up and I was going to buy it and just just to build it and paint it.
1: You know, it's interesting you say that. You know, when I after I did my high elves, I thought, okay, I'm ready for a second army. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'll do orcs and goblins because I've always liked orcs and they're central to the mythos uh, uh-huh. of fantasy. But I, I just couldn't get into the models. I, I want to buy this army, but I the models were I, I felt at the time were kind of lacking. Uh-huh. You know, the the wolf riders are kind of goofy looking, and the orcs kind of comical. They are so. They're, I that one took a long time for me to come around to, and you know, with this, especially with this past release, they finally came around with some models that looked really aggressive and, and good and up to date. Yeah, and that's when I started thinking, okay, well, what can I do conversion wise? And that's a whole other slant when you look at an army and think, okay, what what can I do in terms of a conversion possibilities? What are the possibilities there? Yeah. And so that's another aspect in terms of the hobby that might grab you. Now that's not something necessarily for the beginning. Warhammer right. person, right? But for but maybe from if they played forty k or if they've done a lot of conversions in another respect, maybe that's an easy sure jump. I I'm still not
0: I'm not comfortable really doing that much with converting. Um, I don't have the sculpting chops really, and I'm one of those people who I, I you know it's, I kind of like. What, well, you're starting out. to. I'm s- I mean,
1: with your black coach, you're starting to think about right and I'm how sure. to solve that problem. Yeah, and I'm I'm I'm
0: working with it.
1: It's uh, we're kind of all over here with this stuff. <laughs> right. I Every mean, now we're getting into converting and stuff. Right, right. But, well, I mean, you're you're thinking about uh, you know what you can do with the army. You yeah. Know, how how can you make it look cool for you and for other people to look at?
0: Right, and I mean, it just keeps going back to that. And it, like I said, it really is. Do you like the look of the army? I mean. How many people go and pick an army and you're like, oh, you really want to play them? Like, Especially if it's your first army. I think a lot of people get drawn. Uh, I've, and I've heard several people say, uh, in fact, uh, Mikey and his brother, they picked up, Mikey picked up ogres, the kids I used to, students of mine. Okay. And his brother uh, bought some lizard men. And they're away at college now. But when they come home, they want to come and, and mm-hmm. play. And I remember his brother first looking. And he, he's, he likes skeletons. Hmm. And he was totally wanted to pick up Tomb King's. It's like these guys look awesome. They look like they'd kick some ass, and I'm like, "Your brother's taking ogres, and you're taking tomb kings." I'm sitting there shaking oh, my head, ouch. going, "Nah, dude, don't take tomb kings." And I hate to tell, I, I you know, I don't want to tell somebody but, but they, that, but they've got to find their own way. They got to learn. Well,
1: I'm saying, you know, sometimes you got to coach a person if it's your first army. That, that's 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 a fine line to walk because they like it for the aesthetic and what the army in their minds could be, but you're right. you're coming at it from. Kind of uh, with many years under your belt, saying from a playability wise, eh, not so well, much. And, uh, but I mean, shouldn't that be a bit of a factor? I mean, I love
0: the fluff and I love the models, but if this is one of the hardest armies to win with, and you're a new player, and you want this someone to, I mean, you've said yourself, winning is fun too. And if you come You're in right. and it's like, oh, I I spent all this money in this game that I never win. One of the reasons I've never really gotten into War Machine is because I've got ten games under my belt and I've never won a game. I've never come close to winning a game of War Machine. I, I'm in the same boat, which is why I don't play it anymore. But and it's and I hate to be a sore loser like that. And I've still got it, and I'll play you know, with the trolls not and not I'll being try. not a sore loser.
1: It's 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 worth. I mean, that's why our, this is a good segue for uh-huh. our second point here: winability considerations. Can you win? With this game, exactly. I mean, who wants to invest in a game where you're always going to lose? You know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what?
0: Let's um, let's take a quick break, okay. and we'll come back, and we'll we'll go. We'll pick it up with your point too. Okay. All right. Cool.
1: From Tuesday Night War Machine and Thursday Born Game Night to Friday Night Magic, there's always something going on at Unique Gifts and Games in Gray's Lake. Check them out on the web at UniqueGG.com. Choosing your Warhammer fantasy army. All right, and uh, one of the things that
0: you had just said before we went to the break was whether or not an army can
1: win, and um, you know, yeah, winability. Because uh, you know, we all want to win. We want to compete and do well.
0: As <laughs> you put it here, winning is fun. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it is. It it's is. certainly
1: more fun than losing. Well, yeah. Uh, I I don't. For me, this wasn't a factor. I figured. I'd pick the army that I'd like, I'd play a lot, I'd learn it, then the wins would come Yeah, eventually. I, I, I'm sure there are players out there, new players we're talking about, well, they come to the table and say, okay, David, I'm going to start playing this army. What army can I win with? What can I do well with?
0: Right, and some people, that's, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've been asked that by new players. Sure. I have been asked, what army should I take?
1: What's the best army? Well... Yeah, which is which is the strongest army? Uh, okay, so, well it, it depends. depends. You know, it depends. How, how it depends on how you want to win. Right. I mean,
0: you know, I mean I suppose in in the current meta you could just tell them, well, you know, if you want to take an army that you can just kind of push forward and have a good chance of doing okay with and not have to right. have a lot of finesse. Yeah, I can I can suggest at least two or you know? Know you could, yeah,
1: you could say this is the army that, are, that seventh they eight. just take demons. <laughs> right. <laughs> You could be. You could tell them this is the army that the internet, everyone on the internet, is saying, is the new hotness. Right. You could try that, Um, or or you could try mixing it up and and Try taking the challenge yourself, taking the things that nobody uses, and see where that takes you. Well, and
0: that's it. You know, do you? I've never really picked an army based on Mm -hmm. will it. You know, is this is this is this army going to dominate? You know, when I pick dwarves, I pick dwarves because I liked because you like them. Well, and I liked how they were described to me. Like, this is how they play. This is what it is. It's that right. idea of, you know, they're they're a big defensive army. They're hard to sure. kill. This is what they do. I'm like, that sounds fun to me. And that's my was my first consideration. It sounds fun. I mean, I, I was going to be playing against Christopher. I knew I'd win some, I'd lose some, and that
1: was how it was going to be, you know? So it, it never crossed your mind It says, okay, when I go to a tournament— I could pick Army X and just dominate.
0: Okay. When I first started playing, it was me and Christopher. I didn't
1: know about tournaments. I didn't know. Let's face it. That's how most of us started playing, right? right? With your buddy, in your basement or garage, or your group of friends. Tournaments is later. I think that comes much later. I mean, I didn't
0: even know about tournaments. I'll be honest with you. Like, I saw Lord of the Rings at Games Workshop. I saw some people playing. The words tournament hadn't crossed my mind. I did not know people played this competitively.
1: That's the thing. I I knew it. You know, pick, picking this game up at a game store. Uh huh. You know, we we played for a few games, and uh, the, the the owner asked me, "Hey, are you going to Adapticon?" I'm like, "Adapticon? What's that?" Oh, you know, it's this big tournament. You go and you show up and you play games. Like, oh, I'm not ready for that. That stage is too big for me. That
0: was scary as hell the first time oh, I went yeah. to a tournament. It really was. Like I was, and, and not just scary because, you know, I didn't know anybody. I totally I was worried I was going to make I mean I knew you
1: yeah, well you were worried about am I going to make mistakes am I going to make a fool Have of I myself by playing the game wrong all the way up to this point and did I not even know it
0: um, and that was oh that was actually my first tournament like a big tournament my first tournament like the first two I think were at UGG and there was only like 6 or 8 people yeah. and I I've, I've said it before my first tournament was a three round at UGG where I lost all three games and I scored 1 Point. That's rough.
1: That, if that's your first turn. it was it was
0: win lose draw. Yeah. So it was ten points, five points, zero points, and then there were objectives. Right. I got one objective point against Harrison. Wow. Because there's only like six or seven people there, so I had to wind up playing. I had to play Harrison. Yeah. And he whooped my ass too. <laughs> and interesting, I went in there thinking because I'd been playing against Christopher, I'm like, it's dwarfs, they're tough. We played wrong like there were two guys there who would played a lot oh, and i don't know really. these guys like they, rulings that you, that were incorrect yeah like we had no like it's like no that's not how that works you know and i and huh. there was a few times Harrison like and Harrison's like what and i would kind of say i'm like what is the rule and i, I and i actually apologize i'm like listen it's not my place and i'm not just sticking right. up because he's my son but we've been playing this way the whole time and if we're wrong i'd like to know too sure, and luckily sure. these were two two friends who were there i think yeah. they
1: might have been brothers oh was it the burmeister brothers
0: <laughs> might have been one guy was playing Warriors Hiles. of Chaos and one guy's playing House. Yeah, okay,
1: that was Brian and, and um
0: <sighs> Do they do they play around the, are they in they the do. tournament yeah, season? Yeah, still? yeah, yeah. They okay.
1: do. They're I, very competitive players.
0: Okay, you if if they're like at a or something, you got to point them out to me because these are the guys who sure. the first tournament Harrison and I played in. Yeah, they'll be at Was against yeah. them. And yeah. I don't know if they'll remember us at all or me at all, oh, but I'm sure they will. But that was, yeah, and they were just like, because we were like, Matt, what?
1: Matt and Brian, that's their two names. And so they I'm
0: totally sure. were like, no, no. And they were really nice. Yeah, they're because, good guys. Because when we walked out of there, like, I walked in there thinking, okay, I got my dwarfs, I've got my, yeah, yeah, my plan, I know what I'm going to yeah. do, I'm going to go in there, I know, I, I could do this, I got it. And I got
1: decimated. So when you walked out of there, what, what did you feel? Like, Like I'm going to keep at this game, I'm oh, going to sure. improve? Or did you think, oh, man. Well, I this- was
0: embarrassed, but I was
1: embarrassed I didn't care how
0: badly I'd lost, I was embarrassed I didn't know the rules. And I realized we gotta go back, I'm like, I'm doing this wrong. Mm. And so me and Harrison were just like, We're gonna have to get better. You know, that was yeah. that was yeah. our thing. But the first time I went to a tournament without Harrison, without being at a little tiny local eight man thing, was right. that first time we went to Core Comp and it was
1: so you're talking a grand tournament. Yeah. That's that's a different experience.
0: Yeah, and I I knew you. Yeah. And Christopher was going. And right, that was it. And I met Joe Flesh there for the first time. Sure, meeting him in person. Gary there.
1: Luther, Alex Gonzalez. Right,
0: but I didn't even know any of those. Like, well, that's the first time you'd met yeah, them. Yeah, I did, And it was it was very daunting. I was I was not just, and I knew how to play at this point, but I knew I was going up to a tournament with people who played a bunch, who were going right. to tournaments, who knew how to play, and uh, I was just like, I didn't know what to expect. So it's it's a daunting thing. But that, and I guess, that has nothing to do with. Yeah. But I mean, you're talking about you know I guess picking an army, you know
1: what army's going to win you know i and there are some people out there who who purposely take the weak slash underpowered armies to, and take it as a challenge to you know try to win with it, yeah and try to make it viable now I don't see a lot of new players doing taking this approach and unless, I wouldn't advise it either. Un- unless they're coming from a similar system like forty k and saying, okay well, i'm going to take up this similar system.
0: But then they're not I really play new the players. They might be new to well, this game, but if you're, but they're ex- still new
1: to fantasy. True.
0: I mean, but if you're an experienced war gamer, then you at least have a concept of what it's. I think it still applies. Sure, but uh, you, know, you can come over here from 40k and you know that the rules are different and the strategies are different. But you have a concept and you've played war gaming before. But I think if it's your first time playing tabletop war games, really. You probably
1: won't take that approach, right? Which which army is going to be hard for me to win with? Because I'm going <laughs> to exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. and, but and and you can do. I mean, I know guys who play Blood Bowl who purposely will just take like, you know, the halflings. They're like, oh, it's really hard to win with halflings, but I'm good. I've won tournaments that's, with that's all probably, my. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like you're saying, the more experienced gamers yeah. take. Well, I mean, that look at
0: Mikey Gerald. I mean, damn, he'll take any army, and he'll just he'll take any army, and play them. Uh, I remember their lizardman review when he was on Skull Bros. He's like. Everyone's like, I don't think these are going to work with it. Like, oh, I'll take i I'll take them, I'll make them work. I'm going to take uh. this, this, and this. I'm gonna you know, right. and he can. I mean, he, you know, like I said, he won that the first uh, Blood in the Sun. You yeah, know, with Bretonians, he won with Bretonians, which was surprising. which is impossible. It, it was impressive, I should because say, because you can't win a no comp tournament with one of those crummy armies. It's yeah, how not to do it? it. You can't because you've it's, got to comp it. Eighth edition is sucky. It's all six dice dwellers and you and push it. it forward. But yeah, and unless you're really good, right? You know. So yeah, I mean some, and I think I think he does that on purpose. I think at this point, Mike, I don't I, know because after uh, last, it's when he was taking his warriors through. He said he was going to put him aside for a while, yeah, and just try something different. Try something that's a little more. Well,
1: I know after his warriors, he was going to jump into high elves when that when the buck came out, uh huh, and then he dropped those, and I think he's looking at lizard men now. Yeah, and so, I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I think he makes his choices based on. Not necessarily the winability, but I think it factors into it. But I think the playability—how, what phase does it perform well in, and how can I make that work? And that's the next section True. is the well, playability factor. Yeah,
0: and I mean part of that winability. Before we jump off this whole winability, is it depends on what you consider fun. I mean, if sure. if you may if, if the most fun you get out of this game is I win then that's going to be a huge factor for you. Right. If you're if you're more I'm into the painting or I'm into the modeling or I'm into the the I'm into the cinematic, I'm into forging the narrative. Sure, right. Honestly that win ability, I mean it's never been a factor in my picking armies. I okay, it was a little bit in picking demons. Um, because I just I've been playing armies that, you know, this that and the other nights. Uh, and it was before the new book came out. I was considering them because we had taken them to Adepticon, and I had said, to "You." I remember. I think we, had, we were talking one time at. It was you, me, and Grant were down here, and I said, "I was thinking about just taking utter filth to a to a tournament. Just, yeah.
1: just, just, cheese it out."
0: And then, well, it was. And in fact, it was right after the Adepticon where I got pounded. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I should just take complete filth and just go in there and just try to wreck face with it. And see what that's like because I would never do it, but I was it was really getting was frustrating de- was, that I was, was losing demons, so bad.
1: What was um, recommended to you?
0: Demons was one of one of the ones that I was considering because right. you know, and you were like, "Yeah, you should just yeah take it, take something." Uh, I, I say, "Why not?" Yeah. Um, that was the only time that win ability, but you've, really but you've g- never
1: done it. Even now, when you have the option to take a like over the top killer list, you've never done it. Nah. You know what it is? I don't know. I mean, like I said, even
0: with demons, yeah, I could go take that wall of Nurgle and I could buy uh, the models, and all but that doesn't appeal to you. Why? Okay, I, I don't know. I guess it sounds stupid, but you know, there's some people who really focus on the list. Yeah, you know, this is the list. If, if I want to win because I'm I play it well and then I'm having fun playing it, mm-hmm. I don't want to win because this book happens to have this combination that most people just can't beat because if you just push it forward. It'll, it'll win. It'll, it'll win on its own. I mean, it, you know, if I could, if I could put a trained monkey behind it and push it forward, and he well, can let's, win.
1: Let's not belittle. You no, know, no, no, that no, no, I'm, no. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Because okay. it let, is legit.
0: Let me back up. Let me back up. I'm not saying that if you're playing Wall of Nurgle that you're a trained monkey. I'm saying that there are people who really, you know, we need we need comp because there are certain armies that have certain lists. That, you know, you put this together this way and you can just push that army. It's, it's a wind-up army. It wins on its own. Seventh Ed Demons is kind of like that. You could
1: just, you couldn't make a bad list with right. it. I, I, yeah, I think what you're saying is, on the one hand, you have Army A. If I use it, it will win. Whereas on the other hand, we, you, you say, I'm going to pick this army and I'm going to learn to get those wins. If
0: it, 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 yeah, Okay, I'm, like I said, I apologize for using you the word trained apologize. monkey, but... <laughs> Because, I mean, that's just another. If I take List A and I am even a remotely competent player, if I am a mediocre player, List list A, I could pretty much win with. Okay. List B, it's going to be a lot harder to win with, but through this, I will become probably a better general because I'm learning. Hastings said that when he took his ogres, he's like, man. He's like, you know, he says it probably helped that he played Beastmen for so long because with Beastmen you have to watch and you can't make any right. mistakes. Ogres are a little bit more forgiving, I think, in that Right. In that well, he's respect. like, you know, I couldn't make any mistakes with beasts. And he goes, with oh, Ogres, I'd go and I was playing pretty tight. And if I did make a mistake, it was
1: just amazing that I was still able to recover from it because... So I would recommend to you, I mean, I've always prescribed this to you, is try to try that cheese list at least once because you've played the, the suboptimal ones for right. so long. Right. Who knows? Maybe... You know that, uh, Having played the underdog For so long Will make I think It works in your favor If you play an over the top list Possibly so But then, I, the, but then to it's like
0: I gotta play that a bunch of times To figure out how it works too And it's just like I don't Yeah, yeah I mean, why not? Maybe I will Maybe, you, I'll might, like Maybe I'll build that second terrorgeist. Maybe I'll build that. I'm just... surprised you haven't to this point. Yeah, well, building the first one was uh, that was quite a bit of work to get that one right. And if I build the second one, that's when I kind of want to convert and don't have it looking like the. Fir- I want to get a different base. Dave, the Adepticon Championships winning the whole thing will not come easily. <laughs> winning Adepticon <laughs> will not come easily. <laughs> oh boy, well, it won't come for me at all this year. But that's a different you story. You don't know that. Well, well I'm not in not the championships this yeah, year. True, so true. Um but uh, that's another story. So, I think winability we've sort of covered. <laughs> Look at Tomb Kings for instance,
1: and Dogs of War. Well, let's face it, Tomb Kings. I think if you if you choose that army, you're it's a it's a it's an uphill battle. Yeah, you know what you're getting into. Dogs of War historically has been an underpowered army, and you know people take it, I think, for fluff and modeling reasons. Yeah, if the tournament will allow it. Yeah, and now I don't think you. I mean. It's so it's so
0: outdated. And that's the thing. Somebody's got to go. You know, if, if uh, I can't think of the guy's name, Kevin, the guy who did the uh, Chaos Dwarf uh, book before the Chaos Dwarf, you know, came out. I, if Christopher was here. He would know because yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm 99% certain it's Kevin. What, I know who you mean. I, I would love, love man, to see I it. But, like but, 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 I mean, the Chaos Dwarf one was a, was a work of, of a labor of love for him because he sure. loves that yeah, army. Yeah, it was like a fan build. If we had someone who could do a book that good, as good as that old Chaos Dwarf fan book that everyone was using for a while, Mm -hmm. uh, and do it with Dogs of War, that I think that would be really cool because it would be a fun army to take. You know,
1: yeah, maybe, maybe. Because right now it would take a massive undertaking for tournaments. I think, too, universally accepted.
0: Well, I mean, that's why I'm saying someone like that who did. Because that Chaos Dwarf book was pretty much universally accepted at tournaments. If you took Chaos Dwarfs before Tamarcon, they were allowing that. And it was, you know, instead of just doing the two-page PDF. Right. And so if someone did that with Dogs of War and it was a viable, balanced, fun army, I could see playing it because there's some neat stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, every every regiment's got its own name. I mean, talk about right, every regiment's fluffy. Right. Every regiment. But you, you could do unit. that now. You could make your
1: own fluff. And oh, sure. You know, so I could anyway. take
0: Skaven and just take units of 13 and multiples of 13 and You could and do, stuff. That. Yeah. do that. People do
1: that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> 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 so, playability. This kind of ties in with the fluff. Right. But maybe not. It also applies, it ties into the winnability factor. Right. You know, what phase appeals to you? If you come from 40K, maybe a lot of shooting. Gun lines uh-huh. would, would appeal to you, and, you know. If you're, I don't know, just an aggressive, maybe you like a lot of football and you're that aggressive type of guy. Maybe you know a combat army is your is your thing.
0: Sure, yeah, you you know someone someone to push forward, just get it, get him into combat, just run up in into your face and, and fight. Right, yeah, right. Um, you might be like Harrison. Harrison, one of the things he likes about the elves is he loves the magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that was a kid who took techless in every list for like right. two years because it was just like and he, it wasn't because he was broken; it's because he was techless. And Texas tech is the best wizard,
1: so I have to take yeah. him. Yeah. You know, I, I you know I, I picked the Hiles because I like the idea of elite, few in number, but they make for, make up for it in their martial abilities and right. You know, the quality versus the quantity. So maybe uh, or, or you want a, a defensive army? I
0: know you broke it into five things: gun line, combat, magic, heavy, a well-rounded, or uh, or a really defensive. Sort of army, defensive slash offensive, right. Depending
1: on how you want to go. You know.
0: And I've always just basically picked it as aggressive, defensive, or well-rounded. That's how I broke it. Either you're going to push it forward, you're going to hold mm-hmm. it back, or you're going to be someone who's trying to fire on every in every phase, right? And three of my four armies only only work in... They they they, mm-hmm. they all they're all mis- My dwarves have no magic. Mm-hmm. My uh, demons have no shooting. My VC has no
1: shooting. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, although if you pick up wood elves and well, even what else? That's because I'm sticking to just the
0: four, and and they they play in all phases actually. Although they're be, but the, the current iteration, the the uh, close combat they're, they're, they they mm-hmm. suffer at a bit. But right, it's it's weird that I keep getting drawn to armies that don't don't They'll fire on all, all cylinders. Phases.
1: Yeah, but you should try it and see how it feels. I mean, if Morgan's like going to have an empire army, oh, you know, that's try the it. one. Yeah, that's the More Empire's is the one tiles. I like doing. Yeah.
0: Well, you and him both play high elves, so I I kind of hesitate because. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I both well, someone's got to help Morgan play, so I'm you know playing right. with that with the with
1: the with that. But so you know, it's it, it's interesting with the high elves right now. I play a very aggressive type army. <laughs> yes, you do. But the the orc and goblin army that I, I play is very defensive. You think it'd be the other way? Yeah. Right. Well, it used to be a lot of shooting from the high elves. The the bolt
0: doors and a lot and a lot of right. archers and stuff. And now you've got like a minimum of archers. And
1: you're running forward with their blocks of... Right. I, I love taking the initiative and kind of dictating, like, I'm going to attack you here. Yep. You deal with it. And a couple of phoenixes, bring, some spears, and then yeah. that,
0: that damn that damn block of dragon princes with the banner. Oh, ugh. oh, oh it's so good. It's, so, I, hate it's, so good. It. it's I, I hate it. I love it's, it. It's, it's gr- of course, it's great. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's fantastic. But <laughs> the, the idea of that cavalry charge. Right. Right. Oh, no, I, I get why you love it. It's the same reason I love my zombies, which is such a stupid comparison, but it's like I know I put my zombies in, and I'm growing them, and I'm like, I'm going to throw these into – I'm going to pick something. I'm going to throw it into it, and that's it. Mm. I, it's either they're going to sit there for the rest of the game, or I am going to grind it down. Right. And I know when I throw it – you're just like, ugh. And I know you get the same feeling when you see those giant <laughs> blocks of zombies that I get when I look at that not, yeah, world dragon bus.
1: It's not going to go anywhere. Well, that's well, it's yeah. not going to go anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. So right.
0: I, I understand how you feel. And like you said, that does go into your how do you wanna how do you wanna play? Like I said, I mean that's why I, that dwarfs. I didn't know if they would win or not, but what they 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 shoot and then they stand there and they're they're tough and they got armor you can't break and you just. Right. I remember, as it was described to me, you know, you do all this, and when the army finally gets to you, it, they will break like water against the rocks. I'm like, that's that's the army I want to play. I want to stand there, and you come to me, and you hit me, and you hit me, and you hit me, and you hit me, and I go, okay, now it's my turn. Blam, <laughs> you
1: know? right, yeah. That, but it, that's what appealed on, that on play a
0: basic style. level, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, and that was more of the fluff than the actual way it plays. Sure. But um, and that's what you like, really grabbed you there. Yeah. I want to play. I want to play these elves. I want to play the the nimble magical army that, that has dragons. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so funny that sometimes it just seems to come down to
1: that one thing. Wait, you have dragons? That's my army. Well, yeah, it's what it, you know. What entertains you? What has the most entertainment value for you?
0: Well, like I said, my brother in law
1: had said he wants to. He'll, he'll, he's you know he's interested in learning how to play. So let's talk about that. Did you did he have a preference for which army? And that's
0: really funny because at first he told me he's like, okay, your army didn't sell on eBay. He's like, I ain't painting an army. He's like, I'll give you four hundred bucks for the army right now, and I'll take it off your hands and you teach me how to play. I'm like, dude, it's not a painted army. He's like, I don't want it then, forget it. Because he's like, I oh, he, no, he, oh I say he wants to buy a painted army. He has no desire sure. to paint an army. He just he's like he's interested in playing, and so he did. He kind of looked, and I'm like, well, you know, there's elves and dwarves. I kind of ran through it, and um, and I said, you know, there's the ogres, there's orcs and goblins, orcs and goblins. Now, my brother-in-law, I mean, he he's like he's he's a, he's a Harley rider, like he all, him and his he's friends are all, they're all biker, you know. So so that actually
1: makes sense. Well,
0: it was just so funny because he was totally not the type of guy who's into toy soldiers, but he's willing to try. And he goes and he goes. I'm like, or I'm like, do you think that would be f- that? And I go here, oh. take a look at it. He goes, when I used to play D and D, and I was like, you play D and D? There you go. And he would always play. He liked the orcs. He played the orcs. Can you play an orc? You can play half orcs and stuff half like orcs, that. Yeah. yeah. So he, that's what he would play. He loved uh-huh. that orc type of stuff. And so I started showing him the pictures of the of that, that the manglers. I really struck a chord with him. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, the manglers. And they just run through, and they're just completely random. I'm like, and you got all these, you know, spear chuckas and rock lavas yeah. and these guys. They just scream and they just they. You know this massive green tide of money. He's like, oh, that yeah, that's that's definitely that's what funny. I want to
1: play. That's funny. If you were to ask me, you know, what kind of army would a biker choose? Uh-huh. That would be it.
0: So yeah, he totally just went. I mean, when he looked through, he's like, that's it. I've got my army picked. It was like totally. That's where I want to go. That's, yeah. That's the
1: personality part coming through. So
0: he may need to. If he does want to play, we may need to borrow some some sure, stuff. Because sure. as I've been I've been selling off some of it to you and pieces here and there, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. I don't quite have a complete now. Uh, sure. Orc army but he's interested in coming by and seeing the game and learning it. So,
1: yeah, if yeah, fully painted one, we I'm, I'm happy to field mine and well,
0: yeah, give and we'll it a go. Have him come by one day when we're playing just when we're getting a game together and he's interested and in that's him it was totally this is what it looks like and I've seen these before in, in D&D. Yeah. That's my army. Doesn't need to know anything about anything else, doesn't care about the other armies. That's that. that's what I like.
1: I'll make it win. You know, it's one of those things where i like, I like it so much, how could I lose? Right. Exactly. It's that kind of mentality. Exactly. And it's funny that we keep coming back to that.
0: We're, we're, we've got this list of all these different factors. Mm-hmm. But each of us, everybody I know who's picked an army has flipped through the book and just they've seen something that just, oh, wait. I can have dragons. Oh, wait. I have this. Right. Oh, th- that. wow. They have a tank. Oh, that's my army. Right. Right. Oh, these are demons. They're just pure evil and they uh, oh they just run through they go oh the masters of
1: magic yeah oh exactly yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> yeah so it's it's all about what kind of toys do you like
0: yeah we go through right. this whole list of all yeah. the stuff we're talking about and what comes down to it it's just oh that you know it really at, at the end it seems to come down to just whatever whatever mm. you like. so what else we got on this list the com- oh there's the the, the, the completists that every army every army yeah I just love the game itself. I want every army dude, I was that guy for too long. I am so glad that I have broken yeah, that's that. That's a that's a tough uh
1: admirable if you can pull it off. I was close, man. We had you, eleven armies. Although I would say for me, I'm only truly impressed by the completeness if your entire collection is painted. Right. I had it here to play with though. So it was a thing. It was and you you wanted true, to try it, true. it was here to, to try. You know, um, True, but and then we have miscellaneous things. So if you're if you're new to the game and you're trying to decide what uh, what to play, a lot of times it, you know what what's being played, what what's not being played. Maybe I should choose one of those. Yeah, that's
0: a good call. Hey, you know I'm going to pick something that someone not everyone right. else has. Right. Because I mean, right now in our group, I mean, um, you think about it. You and Harrison both play high elves. Well, we don't have uh, dark elf. Player yet? No. Well, we used to have Christopher, but right. so but look, you and Harrison both play high elves. You and Alex both play orcs and goblins. Me and Alex both play uh, vampires. He yeah. Um, he's building warriors. Grant Scott warriors. Right. Grant Scott ogres. Um. So I mean, there's there are some overlapping sure. armies. Right. So if I came in and it was like there's five or so, uh, Greg uh, and Greg plays ogres. Right. Greg Mercat. Um. What does Stephanie play? S- Orcs and goblins. So we've actually got three orcs and goblins players in the group in you know right. So if you came in I could see say, you know, uh look. Well, what's not being used? Yeah, who's not what are you yeah, guys let's not mix playing? It up, yeah. Exactly. So that's why <laughs> I like lost a bet. <laughs> I know somebody that happened to somebody.
1: I yeah, I, I remember really, hearing I that, heard on that on a podcast. Too, they yeah. bet on
0: what the, uh, they did something if if this happens, uh, I get to pick what army you take to the next and tournament. I think that person had
1: tend to use high elves, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, it was. I don't remember what army, it, it might have been High Elves, but I just remember them, it was on some podcast, and they made a bet, and whoever right. won the bet got to pick what the other guy took to the next tournament. Mm-hmm. So, And he had to get a whole army together, whether he borrowed it, or built it, or painted it. I borrowed it. a steal yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lost a bet, and that's why I have to play this army. <laughs> I just, it's,
1: again, it's just miscellaneous. Uh...
0: I thought that's why everybody played High Elves, but... Oh. oh.
1: See, that's for all those
0: silly comments you've been making for the last three
1: days to me that's, about my dwarfs. That's dwarves. the sort of... Nonsense! I'd expect from a dwarf.
0: <laughs> I don't know what a dwarf is. You know
1: exactly what it is. You're a dwarf, I you're dwarf right here. <laughs> uh, friend some, had an army, but quit
0: the hobby. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Oh sure. I mean, heck, we have picked up armies. I mean, you almost picked up tomb kings.
1: Almost yeah. when
0: when Chris moved and wasn't playing, if, right? If you were thinking about just hey, if you're not going to play. That's how I got the empire army.
1: Or sometimes if you go in together with the island of blood. Yeah. Your friend is out. All of a sudden you have. High and Anscaven.
0: Right. But that's, I mean, Tom Berthold started playing and decided he didn't want to paint and the game wasn't really for him. And he got out and it sat around his house for a year or so and it's like, Morgan's interested. You want to sell me your army? That's how I... Yeah. I couldn't have started a a whole nother... I would have had Morgan pick something we had, but I got a a
1: really... Do you think Morgan and you would have purchased an Empire Army if not for Tom selling his? It's no, probably. I probably would have... So it was the deal.
0: I would have pushed... I would have... I the, would have the deal g- presenting itself, is right? What, yeah. Well, here's the thing: she really liked Empire, mm-hmm. and I happen to know someone who was selling one, right? Because I, do, you know, didn't want to start. I mean, we have all these armies here. I would have gently nudged her toward an army that I already own, sure, like Dark Elves. But she really, we, <laughs> no, I don't own Dark <laughs> Elves, but since she already. You know, it was something she liked, and I knew someone who had one. So it just kind of aligned. Yeah, it, that it way. was. I, yeah. It was a lucky break that the army she picked happened to be an army I could pick up for a good deal. Right. So,
1: so the, we're getting into the realm of not necessarily choosing a first-time army, but choosing you're you're in the game and wanting to choose something else. So the next one we have here is my friend uses army X, and he keeps on beating me. What can, <laughs> what army can I pick? You know, to, to finally get some wins.
0: Or sometimes you pick an army and you've played that army to death and you just want something that's a different play style.
1: Yeah, yeah, precisely. You know? And I think that's good for mental health, just to mix it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: that was funny because Christopher was laughing when I went from dwarfs to my second army I picked was wood elves. He's like, you could not have picked a more
1: different army if you tried, yeah, yeah, it, it is very, very different. I mean,
0: you went from solid blocks of slow-moving guys with tons of war machines to guys with no armor in MSU units right. flying about, flitting all over the place. Although they are similar in that they have very strong shooting phases. Well, that's true. That's true. But I mean, it's not like going from dwarfs to ogres, which are kind what, of like what is on crack.
1: What is opposite is uh, you're do- going from dwarfs to VC, no magic to all magic yeah a lot of all shooting, shooting to, to no, no shooting, shooting. Yeah, yeah that that really is,
0: and it's weird how much i love the i love the dwarfs, but I've just really sort of embraced the exact opposite army and i've and I've done pretty well with it better what, than I used to do with dwarves. was that actually. a conscious
1: decision, and you're? well, I guess not because you have liked v c so much no v c got picked because
0: a i once again it was a good deal on eBay I was right. sort of looking through when someone was selling an army yeah. and I got a really good start with that um and, B, I really wanted to play vampires. I just, I mean, they were, it was a toss between them and dwarves, and when I looked to something and uh, Brad Pascal, yeah, you remember Brad? Yeah, yeah, Brad came over and played them, and it would be my dwarves against his VC. I was like, man, that VC is really cool. I just really
1: liked the army. It was just, it really appealed to me on all levels. Like, you know. That that was a big factor for me. I wanted something diametrically opposed in a play style from the high elves. I figured orcs and goblins, hey, they're chaotic. You know, they do different yeah. things. Uh, they're, they're cheap. There's a lot of them. I'll, I'll pick them.
0: Yeah, so sometimes picking that extra ar- that other army just comes down to I, I need a break from yeah, what I'm normally bases. used to. Oh. And sometimes it's just the new shiny.
1: It could be. Uh, it, it could be how much of that new shiny do I want to paint? You're talking about your brother-in-law. He doesn't want to paint at all. Right. Sometimes I think a factor could be a low model count army versus a high one. If you don't right. want to paint, hey, I'll take ogres or a few monsters and not have to deal with it as Exactly, much. Exactly. So f- for those people, for your brother-in-law, Skaven is probably not the army for him. No,
0: no, <laughs> not a bit. Um, and I think uh, sometimes with these different armies... Oh, what was I going to say? I totally blanked. I couldn't have been that important. <laughs> Oops, blanked. Um, oh, just picking another army.
1: Okay, well... We we're talking about uh, picking an army to beat someone else. No, I don't remember at
0: all. can't be that important. Seriously, I
1: can't remember. I'm sorry, I'm I think, I, I, think I cut it.
0: you off there. No, it's fine. I just, I do it all the time. I just can't
1: remember what I was going to say, so. <laughs> and then uh, uh, your army choice and what that says about your personality, which we touched on a little bit uh yeah, previously that picking that first army, it it really does. I'm I, as we're having this conversation, I'm
0: really starting to think that if if you're if you're if you don't just go, what should I take, and let your friends tell you what army to take, mm. you know, oh, you should just take this. Um, if you really sit down and look through the armies, I think I, honest to God, think, given just a free chance to pick whatever you want to pick, it's gonna. It, it's it's gonna just be that one that one thing that that intangible, right.
1: you know, the, the friends that you know really well. If you think about that that play the game, if you go through and think about their what armies, I think are aligned to their personalities. It, it comes pretty quickly. I mean, Grant, he's a total warrior, as a chaos guy. Oh sure, absolutely. You know? uh, Alex is has and always will be a dark elf. Yep. Um, so I think if you and. I can only do that with the, the people that I know pretty well, right? You know, right. Sally, right. Joe, exactly, lizard man, all the way.
0: Yeah, and it is. It just comes down. To, so if people say, you know, what should I take for my first army? And it's 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 a combination. Take what looks like it's going to be fun to you with models you're going to want to be because you're going to be playing with them same models for a while, painting and at some painting one. them. Yep. And then it breaks down to that. Just you know that it, there's that one little factor that's going to grab you, and sometimes it grabs you right away mm-hmm. with the with the elves, and sometimes you got to pick between a couple, and and find that factor that decides for you.
1: You know what's going right. to make that what what's going to push that decision one way or the other. Although if you need help deciding, there is an online quiz that I found. Now it's a little bit dated, and we'll we'll have the links in the link to it in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put the link up. It's an It's a it's a quiz. It's an online quiz where the questions will determine what army is best suited to you
0: it makes it there's a statement and then it's like that 1 through 5 from a uh, no
1: to yeah right do you agree or disagree with and the statement and there's like
0: 80 questions it took me like 4 minutes 5
1: minutes to take the quiz though because it's that quick you just click, click, right. click yeah there, there click. are a lot but it, it is fun to do and some of the questions they had on there and to some extent these kind of these questions if you if you know the game you know, they kind of lead you. They're pretty obvious in terms of where they're headed with these questions. So it's not a scientifically valid survey <laughs> by no. any means. No, no. But uh, you know, some of the questions are like, your elites are using your weaker troops as shields. Uh, magic is something you do with your belly. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, another one was, "Are you emo?" <laughs> For you, dark elf players out there. Jeez. Uh, would you like to? F- would you like to field tanks on the medieval stage? Uh, having fun is the most important rule. That was interesting. Uh, magic that kills the caster and half the enemy regiment. Do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> so my caster dies, but I kill half the enemy doing it. Right. Well, with 8th edition, that's pretty much everybody. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, would you like to be able to blast your own troops just for the sake of it? Sure, why not? Are you skinny? That one I didn't get. I didn't quite get that one either. But I, I, put I, guess, no. I guess if you... Yes, you would not play dwarfs or, or ogres? ogres. I don't know. Uh, do taking slaves and for enforcing them to work and fight seem fun? Do you believe thirteen is a magic number?
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we ran through and took this test, and it was actually kind of funny because you you showed me what you scored first, and how did you do with this? Uh, I it recommended to me tomb kings. You scored as Tomb Kings, and then it actually gives you... Well, it tells you as your top army, and then it gives a little... A little explanation, The Tomb King is a skeleton mummy army with Egyptian theme. They're using magic to move many times in a single turn. Add that all enemies are afraid of them, and you'll be able to conquer. Note that most skeletons don't fight well, so if enemy elites come your way, hope for luck. And you actually... Did did you tie with vampire counts, percentage-wise? I
1: did, which... I, I, maybe I maybe it makes sense. I don't know. Hiles. It, so it breaks down for you all the armies. Now it's a little older, so hordes of chaos is still in here, right? And, and not as demons and, and warriors. Of chaos, right. But it breaks down to you, for you the percentages and in, in terms of how closely it aligns with your preferences. So uh, the armies that I do play, Hiles were seventy five percent. Yep. And orcs and goblins were only forty forty percent.
0: But it ranked you about 85% for VC and Two Kings, 80 for Wood Elves and Bretonia, mm. and then your High Elves and, and Beastmen Beast came of chaos, in. Right. Dwarfs at a 70%. Ugh. Way up high on the list. I'll break out on high. I was just looking at that. And so now I took the same test, and I scored as vampire counts. Ha ha. What a surprise. When facing a vampire army, you first see a small rabble of undead troop that doesn't pose much of a threat. You put your troops so that you could kill them quickly, but then just as you begin to move, new huge regiments pop up out of nothing and start attacking your flanks. So uh, vampires are quite unkillable in close combat, too. However, if your general dies, the magic that binds the army disappears Defend your general. So they give you a little advice after you take the quiz. <laughs> right, right. Like, a, sen- a sentence worth. Well, I mean, if yeah, so it's funny because it's like if you if you re- if you really didn't know it, like if you didn't know Warhammer and then you took the quiz, right. it's like you scored pretty high on your taste for this, and here's a bit of advice, and it's like <laughs> <Right>. really short. <laughs> but I got ninety cent vis- 90% 90%. VC, ninety percent Jeez, eighty percent tomb kings and dwarfs. And remember when the Tomb Kings came out, I was really interested in playing them. Remember sitting in your basement, I won't start a Tomb Kings army. I, I was wondering Tomb about army. that
1: because they're undead. And-
0: yeah. Uh, then I got Brett's at seventy beasts of chaos, wood elves, orcs. So and actually, with the armies I play, mm-hmm. all scored at this. I mean, vampire counts were number one. Dwarfs were tied at second. Wood elves were in about fourth, and then there was no demons. Hordes of chaos came in, like down, way down low, thirty-five percent.
1: So you're, the 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 weakest recommendation given to you was skaven. How yeah, twenty percent. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's probably pretty accurate. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that's a little too random even for me. That book I think would drive you crazy because there's so much minutia and charts and rules and. Yeah. A lot going on. Even
0: playing against it kind of drives me nuts. Unless you're playing against someone who knows all that stuff right. really well. It slows the game down so much. Well, I mean, me 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 adding 20 models to the back of every unit, every turn slows the game down. But Sure.
1: Well, at least with Skaven, you're just taking them off. <laughs> yeah. Not, not putting them back on. Yeah, for so, me, my lowest recommendation was uh Chaos. So yeah, the warriors and, and demons. Warriors and demons, which I guess is is it's never really appealed to me. So that and chaos
0: dwarfs. They tied for lowest with you, right? Uh, t- it's funny. Outside of Skaven, I had twenty percent, and then I had about a five way tie for next to last place. I got a thirty five for ogres, empire, dark elves, hordes of chaos, and chaos dwarfs. Mm-hmm. So.
1: It was a fun little quiz. I mean, it's it was fun. nothing
0: scientific or nothing. There's a bunch of hokum, but yeah,
1: it was germane to the topic. So I thought I threw it in. Yeah, there it was fun. And you we'll put that link in there. You always
0: find cute little things to throw cute in little there. Things. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what? Let's take a let's take a break and come back and and uh, and wrap up Sounds today's like a plan episode. For that. So, folks, um, we've got one last thing to chit chat about before the show wraps up tonight. Um, we've had a lot of response on the forums and even in emails for the last um, our last army review. So, uh, a lot of passionate responses. Yeah, um, and it, it seems with with actually only one real exception. We've had a lot of love for the fluff coverage. Um, Was was there was there one exception? Someone did not like the fluff coverage. Well, yeah. uh, Well, we had that one. I I showed you the email, right?
1: Yeah. So, well, even then, they they disagreed with our approach. But that's this person was evidently very much into the fluff itself, right? So,
0: yeah. I mean, it wasn't that they didn't like that we were covering the fluff. It was just that they had different opinions, right? Yeah. and I guess we still are pretty much the only the only podcast that really spends that much time focused on going over the fluff and stuff. And we've been getting a lot of positive responses about that. But um, and I know I mentioned it on the last episode. Mm. It's just there's so many people doing
1: the book reviews. book reviews, yeah.
0: And, um, you know, we don't want to – I mean, we still, we still want to do them. We're still going to do them. Um, but we don't want to be just another podcast in – in the crowd. Sure. And um, especially since we're not rushing to get them out, you know, um, by the time you hear ours, there's already been 10, and a lot of people said, you know, especially with the second episode, they're like, what is the the beginning? Let us know what's going on. But
1: I've already heard a lot of that, so I kind of skipped through it. It's interesting. For part one of the Army Book Review, that the passion was in debating the fluff. Right. In part two of the threads on the forum of our Army Book Review, the passion was in about – it was in – Preference for coverage, yeah. You know, hey, we've already heard this on other podcasts. You guys don't need to cover line by line descriptions of everything, right? And do you something know Also do something different. And
0: you and I have been talking about this now for a couple of weeks. In fact, we were talking about this before we even did the before we finished the first half mm-hmm. of the review. Mm-hmm. Um, is when Christopher and I first started doing this, there was like six podcasts that were doing this and covering it, and we did. We rushed to try to get it out first. Um, and we were the one, I mean, between Podhammer, Pointhammer, Hammer, Bad Dice, Bad Dice and Wacast. Yep. They were all, I mean, you know, Joe had his fluffy side to him. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, these are guys who went to tournaments. Right. And you had a lot of talk about this tournament-wise. Whereas, you know, so if something was considered, you know, pretty junky, a lot of people would be like, ah, it's kind of crap. And they just move along. Uh, so that was that was Christopher and I's whole thing when we started the podcast was from the guys who play in the basement and so we were covering it soup to nuts because we were always looking at well I'd love to play I just love to play so I could use this you know sure and we N- did nothing go. was
1: worth nothing was not worth talking about exactly and um but that seems to have changed in the current environment well plus they're coming out
0: with you know four or five books you know actually it was what five books this year mm-hmm so almost every two months, you got a book. And if we're spacing it out over two episodes, I think Big Mike said it best. He's like, if they're doing a book every two months and you're spending a month on a book, then literally half your show is book reviews. It's book reviews, sure. He's like, and that's not that's not what
1: I listen to Garage Hammer for necessarily. And it doesn't help that, that now, in terms of podcasts, listeners have a plethora of choices.
0: Right. And I'm not complaining. You know, no, it, saying, yeah. Don't listen to their reviews. Yeah, choice, choices are good. But by, by right. the time
1: they come to ours, they've probably listened to four, five, six...
0: Right, so um, we're definitely, we're looking at after dwarfs, you know, <laughs> that was the thing we said, I, I know, the, the the high elves and the dwarfs, like those are, that's your army and my army, right. and you know, we would never ask each other to try to gloss over anything in sure. that, so when dwarfs come out, you can expect it to get that meticulous detail, meticulous. <laughs> yeah, we're really going to, we're going to jump into that, but. Afterwards, we're we're thinking, you know, we we and we want to change it up. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while that mm. if with all these reviews, you know, the fluff makes us different, but then the second half is the same as everybody else's. Right. So you know, we're uh, we're actually curious what you guys would like to hear, and so we're going to have a contest. Ooh, tell me more. Well, Mantic is our sponsor, and they give us lots of cool stuff, and um. I think we've got that uh, fancy pants, nice big box full of dread ball. Ooh, very
1: interesting. Which is like what the $90 game, I think so, that's So what wait a I've, minute. You're telling me that listeners out there can voice their opinion on how to make the show better, and by doing so, can potentially win a, an amazing prize? Yes.
0: Isn't that great? That is amazing. We want to know what you think. Now, not everybody's on our forums, although we wish you all were, because... Uh,
1: that's seriously. where the party's at. Yeah,
0: that's where it's fun, and I just—I mean—I love going on and seeing you know how many people have signed on today. And I
1: do. You know, we're we're over the nine hundred mark. Uh, I, it'd, it'd be cool. It'll be a monumental occasion when we reach a thousand. Well, okay, we're over the nine hundred mark, but and and to be a little humble and to be honest,
0: if you go through there, uh, it's about half of those people don't really. I mean, they've signed up and they've said hello. Well, sure. And they they're, don't they're, really post. I mean, there's some okay. that are really old. You know,
1: they, they could be lurkers and right. You know, there's a lot um, of those.
0: You know, but active members is not nearly that high. I mean, I think we've. When, I always look on the bottom of the screen. It says you know number of people who have signed on today, like right. the most. And we have like thirty people at the most signed on. Yeah. Most ever, fifty-eight back in February oh, yeah. of last year. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Not that you're counting. I'm always looking at that. <laughs> because just, you go to some of these other really well established sites and it's like there have been seven thousand people on today and it's yeah, like but, yeah, I, it's... I don't expect to get seven thousand, but I right. I'd like to see it grow. Sure. You know? Sure. So if you're on the the uh, if you're part of the forums, just go into the episode thread. And comment on what you'd like to see. Now, some of you already commented last episode. they just cut and
1: pasted. I don't care. It, it, what you they'd know, like to see in terms of Army Book, Army book going reviews. forward.
0: Yes, going forward, what do, you, what do you want from a garage? Now, I'm not saying that we're going to do exactly what the winner says. I'm not, you know. But we, we would like to at least gather some opinions before mm-hmm. we make our final decision. Ultimately, we're going to do what's right for us and what we think is right for the show. But um, but we want to know what you guys think. Yeah. That will factor into our discussion, right? Exactly. Um, now, if you really just don't feel like signing up for the forums or, or you you know whatever, uh, you can email us. Uh, send it to garagehammer at live. Send it to that email the the the, the 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 you know the general show email, and in um, the subject. Just put something about you know the contest or the you know the army reviews, and uh, everybody who s- who sends in a review will get entered into the contest, and we will draw
1: one winner at random. At random, that's the important part. Yes, it's so you, don't have to, you don't have to come up with a dramatic presentation or anything. No, or, just it's or some be... pictures of a bloodied hand. No,
0: <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. Um, but we would really love it if you would just let us know what you what you think, and you can send it to us, and um, we will announce the winner on our Christmas episode, and then you will get sent a nice holiday gift of uh, Dreadball Dread from Mantic Games, which is fun, and um, I mean it's been, it's everybody I know who's played it has really liked it. It's like a futuristic blood bowl. It's really different from Blood
1: Bowl, though. It really uh, is. Not having played it, that's right. Kind of my. But, I mean, comparison. basically,
0: it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 sporting. It's a sporting yeah. event. It's there's the arena, the pitch. The
1: does, does that game allow for like the the growing of your team and, and oh, sure. skill development?
0: Yeah, you can you can uh, play it as as seasons and, yeah, and, yeah. and grow stuff, or you could play as individual games. Okay, cool. it's got all that in there, and they've got a lot of teams. They've already got variations. They have got three seasons that went through the Kickstarter. So they got the regular teams. Then they got teams with models that take up multi-hex spaces, like big oh, old wow. juggernaut monsters. Yeah. And they've actually got—you could buy the special advanced, where the pitch goes into multiple spaces, where you can play more than two players. Wow! Nice. Yeah. So you can—it's. Oh, I had no idea you could do more than two. Yeah, that's a, a variation on the game where you can you can play with multiple players. So interesting. Yeah, it's and it is. It's actually it's a really fun game
1: and so and you could win it for free just by telling us how to improve the show
0: yeah heck a $90 prize it's nothing to sneeze at sure and you get a better show at the same time yeah (laughs) exactly so you know like I said we're just curious what you'd like to see so please write us an email or put a post up on the forums and then we will randomly draw one winner for the uh, for the Christmas episode All right, that is a show that's a show um, next episode will be um we'll have our our you know Ooh, the, it's a civil war the opening and then the civil war it's high going elves and to dark be
1: dark elves I'm I'm kind of excited
0: I'm really excited well plus we're we've done the where we record uh, a game and then sort of talk about it and yeah. edit it down yeah, yeah. um but this time we're gonna have you're gonna play against Alex yes so it's gonna be high elves versus dark elves
1: um in the strictest sense so. No other lores. Oh, so it's, it's... It's high magic, dark magic. Really? Yeah. No uh, magic items from the BRB. So no... Oh, wait, you're Dispel kidding. scrolls. No sword of mites. Strictly high elf items versus strictly dark elf items. Oh, so, so wait, We're you, going hardcore.
0: Oh, I didn't realize this. So it's the high elf book versus the dark elf book. Correct. Pure.
1: Pure. <laughs> yes.
0: So wait a minute. So no armor of
1: destiny? No. Nope. Oh. No spell scrolls, look no ward at,
0: saves. Look at this, yeah.
1: and it changes your army build so. Well. I'm finding I have all these extra points that normally would have gone towards magic items. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it'll be open to special characters. Um, Anything in the book is fair game, but only the book is fair game. Correct.
0: And um, so I'll be like. Calling the game here. I'll be yeah. like the is, so, be calling it uh, mediating if we need it, and that's great. And you know what? That'll be nice because then, um, oh yeah, we're gonna have we'll have the the dice box mic'd up yeah. again. Yeah. We'll be, oh, this is kind of exciting, and this will actually we'll be able to go through because you guys can just play your game, and I can sort of call it, and we can roll through it a right, little better right. than than we've done.
1: How many points you guys playing? Three thousand points. Oh, so this is gonna be a big game. Uh, no grand army though. Okay, but still, it's gonna be a big game. I. Uh, Big game, but I'll, you know three thousand points. I think plays well. It should move pretty quickly, mm-hmm. um, but I'll have a. I mean, we'll be
0: recording for a while. I have to we'll do a bunch of editing to get this down to sort of right. how it plays. It, but who knows? The game could go quickly depending on well, that's what true. Happens well. That's why we're going to record the whole thing, and then what we'll do is like how we normally do it: record the whole thing, uh, in between turns. Quick break to discuss right. how you Analysis. think the game's going. Yep. Um, if the game goes quick, we leave in everything. If the game goes really long, we edit it down. We edit sure. down to the highlights of the gaming and then the and then the commentary. So yep. I'm really excited about the next episode. Just, I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be. I didn't realize that that's. Nobody told me that, <laughs> so I'm hearing this for the first time too. I'm like, oh wait, that's going to be kind of awesome.
1: Yeah, it's so, so, it's so different. So it, Alex is looking forward to it too. Um, it, it'll be his first run with the army with the new Dark Elves. Oh, really? He hasn't yeah.
0: played them yet. All right. So this is.
1: And I haven't played. I haven't played against them. So. Oh well, no. It's an episode of firsts. Yeah. So
0: yeah, this will be really this will be really kind of awesome. Um, and then just a quick glimpse into the future. Um, we're going to have the another episode. We're going to hit the garage 102 again. Yep. Uh, army list writing. Yep, and then uh, the Christmas episode, our our year end wrap up, it's coming up already. And dude, with all the army books, maybe this year because I know we skipped it last year, but now we've got between the last two years, we've got a bunch of army books. Um, we may uh, may start doing the uh, the Christmas list, the wish list. Oh, oh gee, that might be a fun one to do. That would be fun. So yeah, we've got a lot of stuff like up and then the new
1: dwarfs are coming. Yay! Oh, I, I'm so looking forward to that book. Oh, I, I want to kill a lot of dwarfs. <laughs>
0: Just make sure when you pick the music that you pick some good music. I, I will try and do it justice. I'm telling you if you come in and, Oh look, I picked Short People by Randy Newman and I picked I, no <laughs> no, it
1: it will be strictly instrumental and we'll do them justice. Something like the Benny Hill theme. Something like that. Ah, <laughs> oh, lord, I hate you. <laughs> I picked the theme from Time Bandits.
0: There's what I picked. <laughs> you jerk store. All right, so folks, um We'll be back with you in uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, December. We'll be back in December yeah. with more for you. Uh, thanks for
1: listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes. And oh, and share your stories. How your first army? Please post. Yeah. How did how did you go about uh, picking your first army? We'd oh love to yeah, hear
0: that'd be something else to put on the forums. That'd be a great that'd be a great thing. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. What what how did you? Uh, yeah. What was your first army and why'd you pick it? So. Yeah. A lot of stuff. I want to see a lot of discussion on the forums because the, that High Elf one has like, it's still going from the, the Fluff. We've got like the Dark Elf yeah, one. Yeah, We've got yeah. like about 50 comments on that thread, which for a, for an episode thread, it's pretty good. you know, just discussing what we covered in the episode, that's pretty, a lot that's, of activity. That's we a like lot to see the activity there. Exactly. People.
1: All right, folks. See you in a few weeks. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net/form or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, follow David at GarageHammer, and follow Chris at Topher Chris U. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through David at GarageHammer.net. You can reach me, that's Chris, through ChrisU at GarageHammer.net. And you can reach both of us through GarageHammer at Live.com. If you want to help support GarageHammer, check the support page or the show store on our website, or leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening.